Jake. I'm John. And John, I have to ask you a question. Yeah. What the hook gonna be? What the hook gonna be? That was What the Hook Gonna Be <laughs> from Murphy Lee off of his 2003 album, Murphy's Law. I actually used to, I had that album when it came out. Cause I believe it. I, fuck you. <laughs> it's nothing bad. I used to, uh, I was quite the rap enthusiast. Yeah. And uh, I like rap. At one point, I wanted to be a rapper, and then I realized I ain't not good. No. So, um. We're white, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's the problem. I don't know, Eminem's white. Yeah, he's the exception. Yeah, he is the exception. What about Vanilla Ice? He's the one person. Vanilla Ice, really? What about Macklemore? <laughs> Fuck that guy. I hate him to death. Uh, less fish, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a lot of fish. That's, that's um, a lot of fish. Uh, but no, I used to have that album and I uh, actually enjoyed the whole thing. And But that was that was actually my favorite song off the album. Cool. But that's... that's. I mean, I've heard that song. I've heard a lot of his songs. But I, I don't know. You said we were going to play that. I was just laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the whole premise for us, uh, for me wanting to play that, is just so I could ask John, what the hook going to be? What the hook going to be? Because I was, uh, that's fun. So, Marvel's hook. What, what is Marvel's hook? It's going to be rethought. <laughs> yeah. So, Marvel TV, ABC says they're rethinking their approach to Marvel adaptations. Yeah, it's uh, ABC's president, Channing uh, Dungey. Uh, we has said we all came to an agreement that the next show that we want to do together is something that is creatively strong as it can be. Because uh, it's a very uh, general statement. It is. It's we like, want to do things better. We uh, all right. How? I mean, that's always good. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's uh, it came because uh, what Agent Carter was canceled. Yeah. They chose not to pick up. Um, one other show. One other show. I cannot remember what it was. They had another show that was a different idea. Yeah. It was like Most Wanted. They do have... Uh, that was it. The most Marvel's Most Wanted. Marvel's Most Wanted. That was the one they chose yeah. not to pick up. Yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s good, though. I think it's pretty... Yeah, but the, the ratings have dwindled oh, yeah. periodically. Which I understand. Cause I'm, not I, periodically. I'm on season... Uh, the middle of season... No. End of season two. Really? And it's... I mean, it's good. It got a lot better halfway through season two. I don't know. I like season one. It kind of slowed down a bit. And then season two kind of picked up. And then it started slowing down a bit, and then the mid-season finale for season two was good, and up to where I am now has been great. So I'm hoping it's strong through the end of the season, and then season three strong, but I, I've not heard whether or not it is. I know Mark Herrick watched it, too. Um I've been wanting to. I mean, especially because they're getting ready to bring uh, Ghost Rider to it. I kind of want to yeah. see that, but... And I, I and I know, like, when they put somebody or some cre- or some group into that show, that they're not going to put them onto a movie. So that's kind of disappointing. But yeah, because now I we, are, we are getting the Inhumans movie. And because it doesn't look like it, it was... I don't know. I don't think... They, don't started, they started to introduce the Inhumans on Marvel, but it already seemed that Inhumans was kind of a long shot. Yeah, it's such a weird group. It's hard to do that as a some movie. Especially if, they're talk- if they were legitimately talking about having um, Vin Diesel play Black Bolt. Yeah, which I don't think they were. I'm not sure they actually were. I know he was saying that he would love to do it. I yeah. Oh, I'm sure he would, but hmm. yeah. I don't know. Either way, I mean. Well, I mean, it's hard now. I don't know if he could do it now. Anyways, because you know, he's got to be Xander Cole and all. Did you? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'll tell you what, dude. I kind of want to see that. Movie. Oh, I will. I, I love the Triple X movies. I do too. Like they're bad, but they're they're they're, they're fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there, I did hear something the other day. Um, and this is a bit off topic, but that's what we do. Um, I heard that The Rock talked, like, called uh, Vin Diesel a candy ass. 
Like, legitimately, not like as a ha ha, I've been playing along. Candy ass jabroni. <laughs> not one of those. Much, no, not one of those. Like, he was, he talked about him as an, a candy ass executive producer um, because he talked about how uh, Vin, more or less, that Vin Diesel's a prima donna and wouldn't, whenever he had issues with how somebody was portraying a character in the Fast, mu- uh, fast movies, mm-hmm. uh, particularly The Rock, he wouldn't come directly to him. He would just throw a hissy fit. And want to be in the movie more, want to be more important to the thing, which also led to Infuri- uh, Fast and Furious 7 or Fast 7 or whatever the fucking movie was called. Um, it seems that <laughs> it was at its peak because in that movie, to end the fight between Jason Statham and uh, Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel stomps the ground and a building crumbles. Makes sense. Now, this is, let me just reference it, you know, to, to put it in frame for you. There had been some destruction to the building, so it was pre-cracked, but it was still holding together. How big of a building are we talking about? A parking garage. And he stomped on the top of it. And it went down. And it collapsed. He escaped unscathed, as did Jason Statham. Um, Interesting. It it was the most ridiculous. And that movie was ridiculous. One, they had Paul Walker beating Tony Jaa, which is fucking retarded. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I don't care how dead Paul Walker is. He could not beat Tony Jaa. Um, But uh, the movie itself was ridiculous. It's fun to watch if you just... Because sometimes... Here's the thing. With, like, the Fast and Furious movies, not every movie has to be a deep-thinking movie. No. You don't have to think about everything. With those movies, you have to understand you're going in watching a dumb action movie. And this one was an extremely dumb Driving action Driving a car movie. through a building. And yes. It was like that. <laughs> it was falling. Ridiculous. It was ridiculous. But it was it had a lot of fun. And then at that point, I was like, Ugh. And I, was, I wondered why, uh, why in the beginning of the movie, Jason Statham and The Rock fight. But it doesn't last long at all, and they don't fight again. And I wondered why, because it seemed like that would be the matchup people wanted to see, not yeah. Ben Diesel versus Jason Statham. Um, and now it seems to make sense that Ben Diesel wanted all the attention on himself. And it's like, wait, it must fucking kill him. Kill him that he is not the reason that uh, franchise is, is successful anymore. Yeah. The only reason it's irrelevant anymore is because of The Rock yeah. and Jason Statham in the last one. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, speaking I of, uh, watch them. I haven't watched. They're them. not bad, dude. They're 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 really dumb. I know. I I liked the first one. I liked Tokyo I, Drift. There's only two I've seen. Tokyo Drift. I actually, it was fun for a long time. Tokyo Drift was my favorite one. Yeah. Um, and people were like, "That's the worst one." I'm like, no, fuck you. It's not the worst one. Tokyo Drift is something. The second fun. one was the worst one. Yeah. Um, but speaking of uh, Vin Diesel uh, projects, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. He is screwed. Um. Yeah, he is Groot in that. He but it Groot. seems to be that Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be, for the first time, directly connected to uh, the core Avengers and uh, Thor Ragnarok. That'd be cool. Uh, there's going to be... Uh, there's a character, Mantis. I'm not I'm not really super familiar with it, but... Um, there's Seth character- Rogen in Praying Mantis. <laughs> Furious 6. Sorry, Kung Fu Panda. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, um, but it will feature a race of aliens called the Katati. Katati. Kotashi? Katashi? I'm going to go Katati. Katati? No, Katati. Katati? Sure, let's go Whatever. Hey, if there's any Katati. This is the problem I have with the comic books is that we don't know how to pronounce some of the words until they make movie versions of them. And they get comic Which is why I was so excited for whenever they were doing Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. And they said the word Horcruxes because I thought that might be how it was pronounced from like did I ever and Hermione. 
Yeah, did I ever tell you about my dad? No. When he when he told me because I <clears throat> no one knows, but my dad read all the books like up to the current point when I was a kid. We went to go see the first movie. At that point, what, book three or four was out? I think there, yeah. Book- so I saw the first movie, read the rest of the books. So I'm reading and reading and reading. And I talked to my dad about the book. And I mentioned Hermione. He was like, who? And I was like, Hermione. <laughs> One of the main characters. And, and this is like right before we saw the movie. So um, he was confused because he thought the pronunciation of her name was Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> I was like, she's not Spanish. <laughs> Hermione. But yeah, Hermione. And she he was like, Hermione. I'm like, no. Uh-huh. Did you you got the pronunciation mm-hmm. and the pronunciation in the book? You understood it? Hermione? Yeah. Yeah. I never did. I had a lot of trouble with that one. It's oh. weird, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's very peculiar. But like horror cruxes, I remember I was sitting there like they're gonna fucking say it at least in that seventh one. I'm gonna know exactly how to say it now. <laughs> one of these days, I'm gonna fucking know it. <laughs> We're gonna figure this out. Um, but no, it's gonna Thor Ragnarok's gonna feature a race of aliens called uh, the Katati. Uh, they're best known for being directly responsible for the awakening the powers within Mantis, who is set to make her cinematic debut in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Awesome. Now this seems to be the first time that it'll directly connect to the core. If this happens, obviously, uh, because. Uh, we uh, don't know uh, exactly if that's going to happen or not. But, it, I mean, it connected with the Infinity Stones in the first one. Yeah. But it never directly references one of the other movies. Of course, to them, they don't know. One, we don't know if those movies have happened yet in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. All we know is Thanos is a thing. Thanos exists. And that's it. And that's the may thing. or may not have Josh Brolin involved. Exactly. <laughs> Marvel, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is kind of like, a, I think now they're trying to do it more linear, where it's, you know, one movie does follow another. But when they first started off, everything was kind of like swapped around. Like, yeah, I think, uh, I think the order of events was Iron Man, Iron Man 2, in the middle of Iron towards the beginning of Iron Man 2 was the events of the Incredible Hulk and there towards the end of Iron Man 2 was Thor. Right. And then obviously Captain America was a bit farther back. And Just, uh, just a little. Just a little. And then um, the Avengers obviously takes place after all of that. But uh, I always thought that was kind of cool but now they've seemed to have abandoned it because a lot of people tend to tend to get confused. Um, but that's a, yeah, uh, it's staying in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. There's, there's quite a a little bit of Marvel news going on here with uh, so, so real quick I was curious about who who Mantis was just a brief okay idea half Vietnamese half German uh-huh. uh huh she was left by her father in Vietnam at the Temple of the Alien Priests of Pama a sect of the Cree so there's that and she might be, uh, the Kree believes she might become the Celestial Madonna and mate with the eldest Katadi on Earth to become the mother of the Celestial Messiah, who is the most important being in the universe. Okay. So she's trained in martial arts. So her abilities essentially are, she's a grandmaster martial artist. She has empathy, apparently. Great. <laughs> uh, Fuck. Plant manipulation. Poison ivy. Yeah. Accelerated healing factor. Uh-huh. Astral projection. Okay. Ability to communicate te- telepathically with the Katadi. So that's just kind of an idea of who she is. Well, the Katadi also they're they're supposed to be, um, like, still plant life, like or not plant life, but still objects. They don't move. 
they rely on their uh, telepathy. Right. Um, so that's interesting. Anyways, I just wanted to get an idea. Uh, but Captain Marvel, there's a little bit of news on that front. Yes. Um, Brie Larson did tweet a photo of herself reading up uh, on some Captain Marvel. Uh, it was Captain Marvel Volume 1, Higher, Further, Faster, More, if anybody was curious. Um, I don't know if I like her reading it. Like, I don't mind her reading it. That's fine. But same time, like, I don't want her to read too much. Well, she has to get into the character's head space. Which I, I understand. So, so like, yeah. I don't mind her reading it. I just hope she doesn't, like, read all, a bunch it of can it also, and then try and alter. But it can also, I mean, like, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, whenever he got the role, he bought up, uh, I think they said literally every piece of Doctor Strange he could. Yeah. He bought it all up and read it. So that way, one, he can, he knows how the character works, obviously, that's the biggest part of it, but also he has an idea of things that are going to happen so he can kind of play to it. Okay. So that way... When yeah, I mean, it's fine. I just, I always worry about character... Like, getting, reading, reading too, too much, much and letting it, not giving a, a real performance. Yeah. Um, Anyways, but yeah, I mean, I, I trust Brie Larson. Ah, she's, she's an incredible she's actress. Awesome, so. and, and her playing Carol is going to be... Absolutely. Phenomenal. And uh, it does look like uh, they might change her origin story, though, in the movie. Okay. Uh, because I guess on the surface, it's um, a little similar to Green Lantern. Um, it, her origin story is basically, it, it's caught uh, caught in a blast from an exploding Kree machine. The Kree warrior Marvell saves Carol Danvers' life by shielding her with his body only for the subsequent radiation to transfuse his Kree physiology into Danvers, giving her his superhuman abilities. So, at face value, an alien comes to Earth, gives his powers to an unknowing human, and a superhero is born. Yeah. So, yeah, at face value, it's the same, but... It's different it's idea. different enough. I don't see a... I don't no, know. No reason to get upset about but it. But here's the thing, though. It's, yeah, I don't... I, I don't see any problem with it if they change it, because, uh, one... In the movies, I mean, we're all pretty sure they're going to change most everybody's origins. Keep well, generally the same, but not... It depends on how the origins brought around and if it makes sense in the plot lines. For yeah, her. absolutely. Yeah, so yeah. for her, like, if they change a little bit, it is what it is in the video. Because, I mean, she's in charge of... Uh, oh, God. What's the name of the group she's in charge of? Yep. I drew a blank. It's okay. I think she's part of... The, she's just part of the... Not Justice League, <laughs> but the Avengers. Uh, yeah, and then she creates her own group. Does she? Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know when that happens. I'm reading Civil War Two, and it's. Oh, uh, that's not gonna have any. Well, no, on. no, it's not gonna happen in this. I'm just talking about. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Um. But uh, uh, Avengers: Infinity War, uh, quote unquote, shocking news or surprising news. Sebastian Stan will reprise his role as Bucky Barnes, aka the Winter Soldier. I'm not sure why that was even a news article, honestly. I'm not yeah, even sure why I, mean, I put it in the notes, because I assumed he would be. Yeah. I actually assumed by part two he would be Captain America, but... Probably, yeah. Um, maybe, maybe not. I know, I mean, they, they, this is announced because of Black Panther, right? Yeah, because he's going to be in Black Panther. Which, I mean... Again, kind of knew. He would be. <laughs> kind of expected. I, uh, the way I've always understood it is that in Avengers, in the Infinity War movies, part one and two, or whatever they end up calling part two, um, they... Uh, we're going to have every character that they've created so far in the movies. Maybe not on screen at the same time. Yeah, but... But at one point in the movie, they're going to be together. Um, 
Yeah, and then, uh, let's see. Black Panther. Joe Robert Cole, who is working on the script, um, stated, Our standalone movie will begin shortly after Civil War ends. So we'll be able to see him uh, mourning and him starting to take command as king of his own nation. Lots of things are going to occur within regards to that. The country will be under threat from inside and out, so we'll learn what Wakanda is, that nation, as the most technologically advanced nation on the planet. Also, as Wakanda's rise to prominence happens, it will affect the MCU moving forward, which is really exciting. Um, I mean, yeah. That's good, good, good for them. Yeah, I guess. No, it's it's a good quote. I yeah, guess. I mean, here's the thing. They're I, excited I, about it at least. That's... I sometimes wonder why I put some of these things in notes. To be perfect, after as we're recording the podcast, I'm always like, it ah, doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, good... I, it's a yeah. I mean, we don't really get a plot out of it. We get a, a hint at where we're where they're going with it, yeah. which is fine. I mean, it's cool to see. But that it's also it's, the timeline was more important to me, like when, yeah. when it's taking place. But it also seems to me that that was kind of a given how where the movie would go. Yeah, and where else are you going to start Black Panther? He didn't. There's no origin for him other than than what they did in Civil what, War. What we saw out of Civil War, which yeah. it wasn't really an origin. Like he'd been training at that point. It for was a, a different. It was yeah. It was cool. One, I'm really happy. I don't want to see another origin story unless it's with a. a, a like, and Black Panther's origin isn't really that. It, he becomes king after his father um, dies, and he's the guardian of the yeah. condemnation. That's it. Well, like well, he became Black Panther before that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. But, he's been. I mean, Black, he's essentially, been Black essentially, his origin story in a nutshell. Is Zoro's origin story? <laughs> yeah, he trains with the old Black Panther until the Black Panther dies and takes over. Yeah, like, there's not a whole lot to it. I mean, and it's uh, yeah, I mean it's a pretty basic uh, backstory. But I mean, unless it's a character that not a lot of people know, yeah, I see no reason to do uh, like a backstory. Like, I'm glad they're not doing a backstory for uh, Spider Man. Um, yeah, that'd be that's nice because even if we if we do get one, it'll be one of those like real quick. Hey, this is the, but even the this is my, this is what happened to me five years ago or whatever it was. For love of fucking Blastoise, it's it been done to death. We know, know what it is. There's no there's no reason to even hint at what it was. I mean, all he has to do is like swing around, be like after that night, like with blah blah blah. This. Like I'm trying to do this, like I don't know, but they could do something just to say, "Hey, it's already happened." Go. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's a mention, I don't want to see another one no. filmed. No, no, they don't need. To do um, um, the oh, the group that Carol Danvers is in charge of is the Ultimates. Oh, okay, yeah. That's after she was part of the Guardians. Uh, for she, us, she was part of the Guardians. She was it was Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. That's yeah, that because that's why they were ta- also talking about why she, they were thinking she would make her debut in Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yeah. Uh, which doesn't seem likely anymore. No, there's no need for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, there is some. Uh, there's, there's a little bit of uh, Spider-Man Homecoming news in there, Mr. John. Yes, uh, Michael Chernus. I hope I'm saying that right. Chernus. Uh, we've had worse names than that. I'm worried about. Yeah, I, I, I know. <laughs> Chernus. Uh, he, I mean, he's been confirmed as playing the Tinkerer, which is exciting. Yes, like the Tinkerer. Uh, he's aiding the Vulture, played by Michael Keaton. Thank God, by building his suit with recovered uh, Chitari tech. From the Battle of New York. Yep. Um, and his character, I think, uh, what they said was fired by Tony, uh, Tony Stark some years back, and that he'd be creating tech for the Vulture and Shocker, which, knowing that Shocker's going to be the two, that's cool. It's cool. I hopefully he didn't have a huge role. I don't want to. Yeah, do. I just hope he's there. Yeah, I just hope he like, should. It'd be cool if they introduced like, all these like villains. Kind of like how they did Rhino. Yeah. Like, if they just introduced all these villains, 
and then didn't use half of them until later on. Like, that'd be cool. Like, yeah. Just so you know, like, hey, they're there. They exist. But, like, Spider-Man only caught these two. Like, but uh, they, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, do you happen to know who Michael Chernis is? I do not. Do you remember um, in Men in Black 3? Yes. Do you remember the guy that helped Will Smith time travel? Yes. That guy. Really? Yeah. Which I think is fun, because I thought he was hilarious. And he was in it so little, but I thought he was really funny. So He was I, really funny. I can't, I'm, can't really, I got, I'm excited to see what comes of that um uh, moving on to the lesser side of the marvel universe i mean good Gone. for him yeah it's uh i mean I'm, I'm glad he had a good experience he didn't have a good experience so that's a fucking thing he didn't no he had it that's why this is that's why this is a news article because they're like fucking what because was he the one that was pissed off he's the one that almost came to blows with josh trank the director. We should probably talk what we're, say what we're talking about. Oh yeah, Fanforstic. <laughs> so so I refuse to call it Fantastic Four. It's, it's Fanforstic because it's a piece of shit. Fanforced stick. Uh, okay, uh-huh. so so why don't you tell us what Miles Teller said about doing a sequel? Uh, Miles Teller he he was quoted said uh, when they asked him would he do a sequel, he said yeah for sure. I love the cast. I love the characters. I think it's such an interesting dynamic. I love how much they really need to rely on each other. This Avengers thing, they've kind of created their own Fantastic Four in a way. Marvel's first family. Their powers can't just exist on their own. You need Thor to do this. You need Hulk to do this thing. So, yeah, absolutely, I would do another one. Which is fucking surprising to me. Because one that movie was a train wreck from start to end. It was terrible. I don't think you haven't seen it yet. No, I don't want to. I I went to theaters to see it. I apologize. I sat there. My parents went to go see it in theaters. I made Michelle go with me to see it. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I thought I was going to get divorced. Is your marriage okay? (laughs) Jesus. That movie was fucking terrible. And then there's... You read all the horror stories that happened around the movie. Like, uh, one, uh, script wasn't even done when they started. Two... They had no actual ending. Josh Trank ended the movie with no ending. There was no big final fight in the movie. Just a cliffhanger. And he, it's Josh Trank, went fucking bananas doing the movie. Like he, uh, you're breathing too much. Yeah, don't blink there. Blink, exactly. Blink on this beat. He did that. That's exactly what he did. He would tell the actors, "No, you need to blink now, now, now." You blink on the word then. Exactly. When you blink, it's it was fucking. But he went insane. To the point that Miles Teller, or at least that's rumor that obviously Miles Teller was like, yeah, I almost punched the motherfucker in the face. <laughs> but um, I want to do a sequel. <laughs> but I want to do a sequel. But yeah, apparently uh, the rumor is Miles Teller and him almost came to blows because they were, all the cast was tired of it. And whenever uh, Josh Trank came out and said... Um, at least one of them still has a career. Yeah. Thank you, Michael B. Jordan. Thank God. Thank for God Creed. for Creed. Honestly, he, uh, Creed didn't come when it did. He might have just been forgotten. Exactly. But he... Um, um, apparently, uh, okay, so when the movie was coming out, uh, Fanforstick, uh, and it was getting just terrible reviews, and I, which I can attest to, um, he said, there's a better version of the movie that the studio wouldn't let me uh, put out. To which one of the main actors, they said one of the main actors from the movie had emailed, emailed them or released a statement. I can't can't remember how it was, but whatever it was, it was like an anonymous email, but it was one of the main actors. They knew who it was, but they wouldn't really reveal the name. Right. Uh, and a lot of people said it was Michael B. Jordan who said it. He said, no, there's not. Just straight up, just, no, there's not a better version of this movie. Nope. This is this what is it is. And if you watch it, it's so bad. The, 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 the finale of it, whenever they first introduce 
quote unquote Doctor Doom because that is not Doctor Doom. DJ Doctor Doom. DJ Doctor Doom. One, I wish they would have just fucking stuck to their guns and changed his name how they were going to. They were going to change his name and have his online handle, his hacker handle or whatever, be Doctor Doom. That wasn't okay to me, if, especially I watch him like, oh, that would have been... supposed to be a scientist, though. Right, but they're updating it and... Which is fine. I just, which I was like, okay, I guess if you're going to update it and you're going to... At least you're gonna, what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, redo it, then fucking stick to it. And they didn't. They they buckled under the pressure and they changed it, and you can clearly tell because nobody calls him uh, Dr. Doom in the movie. Not one person does. And there's... Only one. They call it's, him Victor. It's yeah, Victor Von Doom. It's always Victor. Never Victor Von Doom or Doom or anything like that. It's just Victor. There's only one instance in the movie where it's just a voiceover <clears throat> when they're pointing at a piece of paper that was clearly done in the reshoots, uh, and they're like Victor Von Doom is his name or whatever they said, and it was like, <laughs> fucking what? And then they put the music to it. The dum dum dum. But yeah, the movie was a piece of shit, and it was just. Not one redeeming factor of that movie. Not one. Even even with Miles Teller and Michael B. Jordan in the movie, it there was nothing good about it. Yeah, I, they were wasted. It was fucking hey, terrible. At least Michael B. Jordan somewhere now. That's true. He's gonna be in Wakanda soon. He is gonna be in Wakanda soon. He's I'm he. So oh my God! He's the second Johnny Storm to be transition from uh, Fox's. Uh, Marvel Universe to the real Marvel Universe. Yep. That's fucking incredible. Good for him. Um, and in between, he's he's Rocky's, Rocky's protege. protege. Yeah. Um, there is uh, some Wolverine 3 news, right? Yes, right? Wolverine 3. Uh, unfortunately, will be Sir Patrick Stewart's last go with the character. Most likely. Uh, it's, time. A, it's time. I get it. It sucks because I love him so One, much. One because so they're, picking good. Up, they're picking up the universe with um, the new cast. Um, Which McAvoy's been killing it. Yeah, uh, McAvoy's been killing it. I was so worried whenever they first. I didn't know what. I'll tell you what. When I first watched uh, First Class, mm-hmm. I really didn't like him. I wasn't a huge fan of him then either. Myself. Like he did a good job. I just didn't like how he portrayed the character. Yeah, because he was like. Hitting on women. Because I've liked him in other things. I was things. like, no, you're supposed to be better than that. Yeah, you're uh, more intelligent. You, you're you not but at the same time, weighed down by trivial things But like at the that. same time, like, he was younger, so... So you can let it Chalk go. it up to just, you know, like, college angst. Yeah. The one, the... <laughs> after uh, Apocalypse, the Xavier that we have is probably now the closest to what we're going to see. He's so good. Uh, he is really good. It, it is a bummer. I loved him when he was walking around after he lost his powers. Yes. In, in, he was in, so good. Days of Future Past. Like, feel the pain in his emotion. Oh. His every, like, his eyes were just always watery. He's just, he was, he is such a good actor. It just, yeah. it blows me away. I want to see um, that new, is it Shyamalan movie with him in it? Someone's doing another movie. Yeah, it, it seems interesting though. Yeah, his movies seem Always, interesting. Yeah, I just don't know like, if there's. Although I will it. say the um, the last one he did the where the kids go visit their grandparents. The visit. I oh, think the it's visit. Called. Yeah. I guess like hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I, I forgot what it was called. I was like, you know, when they go visit their grandparents. Oh, it's called the visit. Uh, that movie wasn't bad. It was very subtle. It didn't. It didn't have to go to, uh, you know. Oh really shit! There's crazy. aliens. You know, but there was a scene, uh, there were, when they were talking about it uh, in the movie, they were talking about this beast that was in the in, in the field, 
you can see it sometimes, but then you chalk it up later that to the it's actually the crazy people and they they're insane. But yeah. in my head, I told Michelle after we watched it, I was like, I wonder how hard it was for M. Night Shyamalan to, what to if, resist making that creature a reality. In that what movie. if that beast was one of the people dressed up from from the village? From, from the village, <laughs> and you just see it around the window. <laughs> that's um, what I was. That's what I told you. I wonder how hard it was for him to not put that in the movie. Was he because, in that movie? In my Shyamalan? No, I don't think he was. Was he in in uh, After Earth? Devil? No. Interesting, but he didn't direct that movie. He didn't. Oh, he okay. produced it. Produced it. Right. So, so the movie I'm talking about is called Split. Um, yeah, Split. So, writer director M Night Shyamalan. Um, so James McAvoy. So essentially, the trailer shows a guy getting into a car with three girls. Like one girl goes to the trunk to put something in the trunk, and then uh, one of the girls in the passenger seat looks in the in the side mirror and sees that the stuff that she was holding is on the ground, like obviously dropped and confused and looks over and James McAvoy kind of hidden in facial whatever like bandana whatever gets in the car and like sprays something at the girls in the back and then knocks them out and then like sprays her down and knocks her out and takes them home and like wherever and kidnaps them and that's all you see and the next part of the trailer is then like in the room like locked up and they're looking through the keyhole and they see a woman with a dress on and, and heels and like trying to get her to come let them out like maybe she's sane like maybe you know like blah blah and she opens the door and it's James McAvoy in a dress hmm. uh, and essentially what it is is he's got like um, I think they'll say but he's got 23 different personalities in him oh wow and there's the woman there's the, the like the psychopath there's like one that's like a kid like he's like 8 years old so like he lets them out and plays with them and she tries to get the kid to help them escape. So that's all I see in the trailer, at least. But um, though Kevin, James McAvoy, evidenced 23 personalities to his trusted psychiatrist, Dr. Fletcher, um, there remains one still submerged who is set to materialize and dominate all the others. Compelled to abduct the three teenage girls led by the willful observant Casey, um, Kevin reaches a war for survival among all of those contained within him as well as everyone around him as the walls between his compartments crumble. Sounds interesting. I'm interested in it. That's the first I'm not Shyamalan movie where I've seen the trailer and like heard about it and I was like, I want to see it. I'm very interested in it. I'm very confused by it, but it looks very cool. It does, uh, it does sound pretty cool. I'm, I'll have to check out the trailer and see. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Wolverine uh, three. Yeah, Wolverine three. Track. Has Sir Patrick Stewart <laughs> did say that th- this would likely be his last. He uh, what was he? he uh, what was he quoted saying, John? Uh, I would imagine this is probably the end of the franchise for me. But the thing about science fiction and fantasy is that you can never ever say it's the end. It's over. But watch out. In March, I'm going to be back on the screen again. A very different Charles Xavier. That's all I'm allowed to say. Nothing like the Charles Xavier you've seen in the past. Which uh, seems to ring true with uh, the pictures we've seen from behind the scenes. He looks like a very frail, very old version of Charles Xavier. Yeah. And obviously, Logan looks quite old, too. So this is clearly far to the future. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're if they're doing Old Man Logan it seems or Death of Wolverine. I wonder if they're going to mix them a They might bit, mix them. Because, which I'd be okay with. Cause, absolutely. Because they, when... It, it, ah, fuck, I hate saying it. It's time for for Wolverine to go away. Yeah. As much... I, I loved the Wolverine. I love Hugh Jackman as... Or Hugh Jackman uh, as Wolverine. It's the perfect cast. I don't care what anybody says. It doesn't matter that he's too tall for the role. 
that means nothing. He was perfect as the character. Yeah. Um, even his little bit in X-Men Apocalypse, fucking great. Yeah. And, and, I mean, who says down the line, maybe he'll come back and play it in these movies again. You never know. But So, I'm just interested in how they're going to put the new Wolverine in. It's true. It, are they going to make it Logan? Or are they going to do, like, uh, uh, what, Dakin, I think it's? Dakin, yeah. Dakin or x If they did Dakin, I'd be better off. Like, I'd be happier with Dakin. And the kid that played Eggsy from... Uh, I'd be cool with that. Uh, Kingsman? Mm-hmm. I'd be down with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Wolverine 3, I mean, uh, it's the same uh, same director as the Wolverine, so I have absolute faith in, the, faith in this, rather. Um, uh, Marvel, to end our news news of Marvel, it's going to be uh, Spider-Man. This is my territory. Yes, it is. I, I, uh, this one came out already, yes? Mm-hmm. I purchased I so. it. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us so, about it, John. So Spider-Man uh, will debut, if you haven't read it, or did if you already read it, debut a new costume in Spider-Man Deadpool number eight. Uh, it's all black with red lenses and has a red insignia, and it looks amazing. It does look pretty cool. I fucking love it. I'm not usually a fan of whenever they change this costume, honestly. I don't yeah. like it. Um, but this it, one looks really fucking cool. I like it. I, as long as it's not like, I don't want it to be like... I mean, they didn't change it for any other ones that I read. So like... In spite well, I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be like a permanent. Oh, I mean, change. chances are it'll only be for that set of comic books. Yeah, because like the, the storyline they go with with that takes place way later. Because right. it's after Spider Man had left the Avengers. Okay, so it's way later because Deadpool's trying to get in to the Avengers. Yeah, it's weird because like he's like, you should put in like help me get my resume in. Like <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I had the first. I think like. Three issues of it. Just haven't read it. Yeah. Um. I have a lot. I have a lot of comics I haven't read yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I, actually, I, I just bought uh, the other day the first issue of All Star Batman. Oh yeah, I haven't gone yet. I haven't read it yet. But I'm going tomorrow to pick up my comics. Are you? Yeah. Why do you always go whenever I'm not able to go? Well, Fridays has been the days I've been able to go lately. So. Well, yeah. Well, you're going to change that. Well, we'll figure something out. <laughs> um, Fridays move, are my better days right now. Moving on to DC. DC. Let's start with the DCCW. Yep. As we usually do. I think that's pretty much all we got for the most part. Yeah, there's a lot of DCCW stuff and um, uh, a little bit of Gotham, a little bit of DC Extended Universe, but mainly DCCW. So, starting with DCCW, Arrow, we have a new cast member that will appear as a villain on the show. Yep. Looks like it's going to be Dolph Lundgren. Which is he's exciting. Terrifying. He's terrifying. He is terrifying, but uh, it's kind of cool. Way. It's a, a he, I mean, he's a legitimate actor. He's a legitimate star. I mean, I wouldn't say actor, actually. He's a legitimate star. And he's not a bad actor, though. No, he's not terrible. He's just not great. He's not... He's not <laughs> He'd be fine for a villain. Like, absolutely. Especially if it's a, a small role, like a couple episodes or something. Like, it'll be good. Um, and I also, still love his commercial. For, um... Oh, yeah, where he's, uh... <laughs> I can't even remember what the commercial was for. I, I don't remember, but like he's but in yeah, his house. Just yeah, like he's trying. It, it's exciting. It's, it's, <laughs> oh, it's funny. So funny. Um, I think the um, probably the more pertinent news, the one that'll make people happier. Yeah, I mean, I like it, but at the same time, I'm gonna miss him. Yeah, uh, like, this will be the last season for flashbacks. No more flashbacks, which makes sense because he We're was hitting on, the end of that. Well, he was only on the island for five years. Season five, five seems to be the last go. Yeah. So this. So, but they do have to explain how he got back to. Yeah. The, so in the flashbacks, we're gonna see him essentially go to Russia, make his ties with the Russian mafia, grow a really long uh, beard and hair, and yeah, and in, go back in a year. <laughs> yeah. 
Hopefully. Anyways, uh, but yeah, so we'll see him get with the Russian Mafia and get his ties in there so he can make ties because that's what he did. So essentially he's going to come back to Star City and talk to those Russians because he knows them. Yep. And then go back to the island and... Wait to be rescued. Wait to be rescued, which is weird to me. Yeah. So he, there's got to be a reason he went back. And I trust them. They're going to do fine. They're, yeah, they'll figure something they'll out. They'll explain it. There'll be a reason he goes back, and then he waits to be rescued. So I'm guessing, like, Waller says it's time and sends a rescue thing, and then he sets off his... Yeah, because I, I guess I never really never really explained who it is that rescued him. I, I think you assume in the beginning... Was it a boat? It was a boat. But I think you assume in the beginning that it was um, just a... Uh, a random boat. boat. Maybe it was... Who was the hell? I didn't go back and watch that. I, I feel like I feel like I think it was a boat, but I feel like whoever that boat was was sent there because no one seems to just stumble on that island. Right, exactly. So and I think like, stuck there. I think him shooting the arrow and blowing it like the, was just a signal like, hey, I'm this is where I'm at. They sent him. They sent. I think someone sent them to go get him. Yeah, and, and he signaled his. where he exactly he was. Agreed. Um, but yeah, it, it's I'm okay. I'm okay with him to go away. Honestly, it I think it's time for those to stop as well as yeah. We can focus on the task at hand. Exactly, because <laughs> they they have seen more forced here recently, especially last season. Last season with really all the Damian Dark stuff, like yeah. told him, and I was like, you really, really, really forced that one. That wasn't because to me the only thing they did there was just trying to force. Hey, this is how he gets his Russian connection. Hey, this is how he gets his Russian connection. Yeah. Like, okay, calm the fuck down. We heard we you. We get it. Calm down. Yeah, they're Russian. We got you. Uh, there's also some crossover news, because uh, obviously we know eventually it's going to happen. There will be a crossover. Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, and Arrow. Yep. So, because um, I, I saw the picture online. Yeah. Like, he, Stephen Amell teased the crossover, uh, the crossover by tweeting a photo uh, of the footwear of all of their characters. Yep. Adam Flash, White Canary, Supergirl, Green Arrow. Yep. Um, and there's also going to be a musical two-part event for the Flash and Supergirl. That's going to be weird. It's going to be interesting, though, because I'll tell you, in what season, was it beginning of season two or season one, whenever, um, I think it was season one, towards the end of season one, uh, where Barry and Caitlin Snow go out drinking, and she gets really drunk, and then they do karaoke, and he's up there singing, and he gets to sing, and he's got a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I guess, uh, also, the uh, who's the, the girl, Melissa Benoist, uh, from Supergirl, she was also on Glee, yeah, so that's kind of why they're doing it, is that they both are on Glee. Uh, so it's gonna be, it'll be interesting to see yeah. what they do. It's, it's going to be fun. Cool. They said that, uh, I read that... Uh, I'm excited to hear Joe sing, too, because I like his voice. Oh, he does sing very oh, well. Oh, yeah, he does. But uh, they've been talking about that they're... As of right now, the idea is that they're going to just be singing existing songs, but they haven't ruled out the idea of maybe one original song per episode. That'd be cool. I was like, okay. Yeah, I mean, even if they don't, like, that's fine. I, got, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do for a musical. Like, I'm legitimately excited, though, to see what they do, because it's going to be really fucking unless, cool. Unless, I can't remember the character's name. The There's a villain in the Flash universe that does music stuff. Is it Maestro? It's not Maestro. No, it's... But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know you're I wonder if he, if they're just going to bring him in and make them sing. I guess they could, but in both episodes? Yeah, like he's the villain. It's hard to stretch it over two episodes. He's the though. villain for two episodes? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. We'll Anyways, see what happens, we'll I guess. See. Yeah. So Supergirl news. Uh, it looks like Metallo uh, will show up and face off with Superman per a set video that we had. 
Uh, I, I didn't see it yet, but I'm assuming... I didn't watch it because I hate watching set videos. Um, but it does look like the still shot of it is Superman's clearly fighting him. Yeah. And there's a guy with a something glowing green in his chest. The only thing you can assume is Metallo or Metallo. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, so I mean, there's that. And uh, we're going to actually see Superman throw down in this, which will be cool. Um, and he was wearing a modified suit at that for that fight too, which you have to assume is just something to help him uh, overcome the kryptonite, which seems lazy, but doesn't matter. Yeah. I'll watch it because it's now part of the CW, so I will watch that show now. Yeah, I'm gonna actually get the uh, CBS app and start watching uh, Supergirl. Yeah, I need to watch it too. We um, just watch it together. We just be friends yeah, let's outside be friends. of this podcast. Yeah, we we're actually friends. Are we? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, I know you. We worked at Walmart together. Kind of. Um, you didn't like me then, though. I didn't like you then. You're right. <laughs> I hated you for a while. Yeah. He, he talked way too close to people, and then I saw him talking I way have too no, close. I have no personal bubble. He does not. And he, when I first met him, uh, he was talking really, really close to my future wife at the time. <laughs> it, and, like, really close. And then I told her, <laughs> I called her over to me, and I said, uh, I said, you need to tell him to back the fuck off of you. And she's like, why? I said, because I'm going to kick his fucking ass. <laughs> I did not like him for a long time until he started talking to me one day. And he was like real close to me. I was like, fuck, this dude's too close. <laughs> I was like, all right, back up, homie. And then I was like, I'm cool with this dude. He's not trying to fuck my wife. No, uh, was not. Or were you? Uh, <laughs> the finger pyramid of evil contemplation. <laughs> uh, anyways... Um, yeah, so uh, it also looks like uh, Katie McGrath from Merlin, yep. which is a show I've never watched. Uh, I've seen a couple episodes. Uh, she's going to play Lena Luthor. Um, it looks like her character description is going to be beautiful, powerful, and enigmatic. Uh, Lena arrives in National City on the heels of Brother Lex's incarceration, hoping for a fresh start. The site also reveals Lena has taken over as CEO of her family's billion-dollar tech company, Luther Corp., which has been tarnished by Lex's evil infamy. Her goal? To rebrand the Empire as a force for good. Lena wants to be seen as her own person, separate from her brother. Kara is drawn into Lena's sphere and must determine if she is friend or foe. Now, so, it's interesting. He gets incarcerated? Recently, which... Are they are they saying that this is connected? That's, or is it just happenstance? That's, that's what people are seemingly pointing to. It does seem like a huge coincidence. But I don't think they're connected because they do have their own Superman. They do. So I don't. I think it's just is, happenstance that it's. Is it because maybe it's a different Earth? That's alternate uh, universe. Again, that's another thing some people think, and that's actually what the one of the movie one of the WB guys uh, says that they haven't ruled out the idea down the line of doing a crossover with the TV shows because DC is home to the multiverse. Yeah. My question is okay. So is. But wait, it's, are we going to actually see Ben Affleck show up on a CW show? That would be no, amazing. we're not. <laughs> He'd totally do it. <laughs> no, uh, so is Supergirl the only one that comes from Earth 3? I don't even know if it's Earth, technically Earth 3. We it's, don't not, it's not Earth 1 or 2, I know that. I know that for sure. It's, but we'll just say Earth 3 because it's the third one we're yeah. talking about. Well, in that case, you would know who Jake Eric is. Um, well, whatever Earth she's from. Yeah, she's from a different Earth. But it, did Lena, Lena Luther, what her name? Yeah. Did she come from that same one? Or is it she's on Earth 1? They're all in the same universe. I mean, she's they're all part of the Supergirl universe. And then everything and then that happens in, uh, in the Flashpoint, 
that's going to converge Supergirl's world into theirs. Okay. So as far as I can tell, she's going to have already existed in Supergirl's world, but it's going to be brought all in. Interesting. Because of the Flash. It, isn't it weird? It's weird that the Flash Seems became be the linchpin of everything. Of everything now. I think it's because you can explain a lot more with Flash because there's a lot more meta yeah, stuff. And going I on. do also think it is the better like show. Probably. And I think that's probably because there's more powers. Yeah. Like, there's more abilities. Because in Arrow, it's fun. He's martial arts. Like, he's good at fighting and stuff like that. But you lack that. There's a lot more fun in the in the Flash universe and uh, a lot more powers. And it is very much a villain of the week sort of show. And it's every episode does feel like a comic book itself. It's got the humor, too. Absolutely, yeah. Arrow's so. humor's there, but it's more dry, and he's very dark. Yes. Brooding. Um, Batman-ish. Uh, but, yeah, and, uh, yeah, the, the events of Flashpoints are, are going to merge it. Um, it also looks like Miss Martian is going to appear on the show. Cool. Uh, which is fine, which is also kind of surprising, because, I mean, they it was a surprise when they revealed uh, Martian Manhunter was in Supergirl. That was a huge fucking surprise. I was yeah. like, holy shit and it looked good too um and then Kevin Smith he's yeah. gonna direct an episode of Supergirl yeah that'd be really cool too I'm I'm, I'm down that he did a fantastic job with the Flash yeah, he's I'm doing, he's doing, his, as I say he's doing yeah. another Flash episode so uh, I'm not sure how pivotal that one will be because he was he he got he lucked out that he was picked to do one of the more pivotal shows of the season um but doing he's doing like the sixth episode of the season I'm not sure how important it'll be. Yeah, I thought it was third. Is it third? I thought it was third. No, because he's... Well, yeah, I guess it could be because he is going in September to start filming it. Okay. Well, either way... And the show doesn't debut until early October. Okay. Which would put the third episode towards the end of October. Okay. So, yeah, I guess he could... I guess it could be... I thought it was the sixth, but maybe it was the third. That's fine. Either way... Either way, he's doing an episode and it's going to be pretty fucking cool. Uh, Speaking of The Flash... Yeah, um, Susan Walters from Vampire Diaries Teen Wolf One Tree Hill has been cast as Dr. Carla Tonhauser, uh, who is Caitlin Snow's mother. Right. So and uh, as we know from uh, the Earth 2 episodes of Flash Season 2, we know that Caitlin and her mother don't get along. Right. Um, but she's listed as a uh, world-class biomedical engineer and CEO of a major research company. What a bitch. That, that whore. Um, very, very vague description but yeah whatever um Barry uh looks like he's gonna forget his powers that's no good that's interesting though that's an interesting take on that yeah that'll be interesting thing cause he doesn't forget his powers on Flashpoint he loses his powers yeah. on Flashpoint um so Grant Gustin said and I quote Barry's the only one who knows that the timeline is different, and his memories are gradually being replaced by memories of graduating high school and college, his moments with his family, and when he realizes that those memories are replacing other memories, that's when he starts to realize how selfish of a decision this was. It means he's forgetting his powers, too. He's having a full back-to-the-future moment, his hand disappearing in front of him. That's, um... That sounds exciting to me. Like, oh, I'm excited. One, I was so giddy whenever I, I like Barry, whenever Grant Gustin referenced Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that sounds really. I like the idea that it's very butterfly effect, um, where his memories get replaced. He realizes the timeline is different, but his memories are all being replaced. So ultimately, he's going through time, and the longer he's there, the less he remembers 
from previously, which is it's fucking cool to me. Yeah, and it's, I think it's better than trying to, like, regain his powers. Yeah. With, like... And let's, they, they let's already, almost kill me. I was gonna say they, they already blew their load with that, where he they got gave him his power back. So it's better he has his powers. He just for, doesn't he's, know he has his powers. What he did is making him lose, like forget that he has them. Yeah, I like that. That's a, I think that's a much better. Yeah, I agree. Um, and on, on top of that, the, the executive producer Aaron Helbing uh, confirmed that season three will have two major villains: one, a speedster named Savitar. Savitar. Uh, the other uh, is a human, Dr. Alchemy. Alchemy. Uh, now, I'm going to leave this up to you, John. Oh, boy. Do you want to go into Savitar's character history? I don't know. Do I? Uh, it's a long All right. and very mm. peculiar one. Okay, I'm just going to read from the notes because it's going to be easier. Savitar, a Cold War pilot for a third world nation. The man who would become known as Savitar was to test a supersonic fighter jet. As he reached top speed, his plane was struck by what appeared to be lightning, and he went down in hostile territory. Discovering he could defeat the enemy by moving at super speed, he became obsessed with speed, naming himself after Savitar, the Hindu god of motion, and dedicating his life to unlocking its secrets. As Savitar studied, he discovered new powers that no other living speedster has mastered. He can protect himself in a null inertia force field, okay, uh, give speed and kinetic energy to objects or people, even those in a rest state, and could also heal his own injuries almost instanta- uh, almost instantly. Savitar's obsessed gained followers, and he became the leader of a cult. In search of more knowledge, he sought out the only super speed hero operating at the time, Johnny Quick. This encounter became a battle, the tide of which was turned with the arrival of Max Mercury, who led Savitar toward the speed, fo- speed force, but caused him to bounce off. Savitar returned decades later to discover that his followers, the Thunderbolt agents, had become a large cult in his absence. Making his headquarters in a fortress in Tibet, he recruited the speedster known as Lady Flash. He then uses her powers as a catalyst to strip most of Earth's speedsters of their link to the speed force, transferring their speed to the Thunderbolt agents. He sent a few of those agents to attack Wally West. When these proved uh, ineffectual, he sent... He sent more to kill the other speedsters, Impulse, Jay Garrick, Johnny and Chessie Quick, XS, and Max Mercury. Fortunately, Wally's direct link to the speed force prevented Savitar from sealing his speed, and a coalition of all the speedsters he had tried to kill foiled his plans. Hellbent on at least destroying Flash's world in retribution, he led the Flash on a worldwide race of destruction until Flash chose to give Savitar what he wanted, union with the speed force. His earlier, his earlier encounter had shown him that the others who had arrived before would deal with Savitar as they saw fit. That is a long and kind of complicated character history. I, I'm expecting an, a complete episode, probably. Just detailing his backstory. Wasn't that a whole episode? Yeah. <laughs> I, I can see them doing a whole episode, or at least half an episode, dedicated completely to his backstory, uh, which would be interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, but that sounds like a very... That's the first I've ever heard of that character. He's a, yeah, it I sounds do. fascinating. I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan, Flash fan, but I've never heard of that character. Um... Uh, speaking of Flash villains, Grey Damon of Friday Night Lights has been cast as Sam Cutter. Now, who is Sam Cutter? Sam Cutter is Mirror Master. Fuck yes. So excited. Such dude. a dumb character. It is, but it's He's so, so fun. Cool. He's so cool. Like I, I love uh, the, the stuff that he does with mirrors. Because it's not what you think. Because it's mirrors. Like right. You think, oh, it's just stupid. But like trapping him inside like a mere prison yeah it's that's awesome like I don't know I love that character it's it's silly but I love that yeah character. It's, it's a silly character but it's 
Uh, yeah, he's a really fascinating, really cool character. Um, but it's I'm he got excited. bit by a radioactive mirror. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, definitely it's really cool that he's finally gonna be part of the Flash. People have been asking for the past few seasons. Where the fuck is Mirror Master? Because yeah. he is one of the better known Flash. Well, villains. we got Cold, we got Heat Wave, we got Trickster, we got Reverse Flash, we got Reverse Flash, we got Trickster Junior. We even got <laughs> we even got Turtle. Yeah, which is yeah, the lesser known ones. Like uh, seriously, not King Mirror, Shark, and we're like not Mirror Master yet, and then now we've got him. Yeah, so I'm excited. They can do a lot of cool stuff. With him. Absolutely, I hope they use him for like a couple episodes here, and then a couple I more think next they, season. Or, well, no, they said he's only in. I think it might be the. Maybe that's where I got it. I think it's the sixth episode. I think he's in one okay. of the early episodes. I mean, that's cool. I just hope they bring him back. Um, I don't want them just to get rid of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully. Um, but, I mean, speaking of DCCW. Uh, <laughs> continue on. Legends of Tomorrow have cast Henry, uh, uh, Henry Haywood. Um, he's the actor playing Henry Haywood, rather, is Matthew McC- McCall. McCall. Yeah, McCall. There's a lot of Caesar. Yeah, way uh, too many C's. Uh, Matthew he, McCall from iZombie, Star Trek Beyond, and Tomorrowland. Uh, he's uh, Commander Steel and Henry, Henry uh, Haywood. He's a grandfather of Nick Zano's Steel, right. the character that's already been announced. Uh, some people were wondering because when they announced Commander Steel and Castle, like, did they recast the char- the actor already? Yeah. And um, no, it's, he's playing the grandfather, which is kind of the fun part of Legends of Tomorrow because you can toy with the timeline. And yeah, that's kind of neat. You can have, you know... I'll tell you who I'm excited for. Who's that? Stargirl. Stargirl, right? It's I'm excited. Like, it's silly, but I love it. Uh, and, of course, they're, they're casting someone from one of your movies coming up that you want. Power Rangers! Yeah, Sarah Gray from Power Rangers. She's, only play, she's not playing one of the core Power Rangers, though. I know. She's playing uh, a character named Amanda? I think yeah, it was. she's in sure. that movie, though. doesn't matter. She's in that movie. So, she's, so it's my fucking movie. She's been cast as Courtney Whitmore, a.k.a. Stargirl. That's exciting. Uh, and like then uh, they've cast Obsidian, Lance Henriksen. From Aliens and the Terminator. And I can't place the Neither. face. I'll look at um, the picture. We'll, we'll figure this he's out. He's an old man. I know that. But I know, I know I've know i seen him old in other Old man things. Hendrickson. Old man Hendrickson. Uh, I mean, that's, I mean, he's a relatively well-known actor. And that's a pretty huge get for them. It's like Dolph Lundgren for Arrow. Um, it kind of shows the legitimacy of these shows. That they're getting decent decently known or decent actors themselves which I'm not taking anything away obviously Grant Gustin's brilliant that kid's gonna have a fucking Oscar one day I guarantee it um but I mean all the actors on the shows are fairly well uh good at their job um that guy yes okay um I mean if this is you can't see it because this is a podcast but the images are right that's what he looks like now yeah that's what he looks like now so yeah he's old but uh, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be uh, uh, Obsidian, which is uh, interesting. Hopefully, he, they don't get him in too many action scenes. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I think they'll just be in the background. Let's go ahead and uh, remove ourselves out of the ass of DCCW. Yeah, let's talk about Gotham. Gotham. the only DC show that's not on CW. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, oh God. Okay, so Gotham. Um, before we get too far into it, I have to ask: mm. How far are you in season two? Not very. Fuck. Because there's another bit of news I didn't put in the notes because it kind of spoils something that has in season two. How big is it? I guess not. 
I don't Who's know. it involve? I don't want to tell you who it involves, because as soon as I say who it involves, you're going to know what happened. Okay. But it's, it's a pretty <laughs> big spoiler if I say what the news is uh, that's part of it. Um, it kind of involves somebody we're getting ready to talk about. Anyways. Um, uh, not this first person, but the next one. Yeah. Uh, Poison Ivy. We have discussed before that she has been recast by uh, uh, by the actress Megan Giha. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. We'll go uh, with that. The very attractive actress from All My Children. Uh, obviously, we last see Poison Ivy or Ivy Pepper. Um, she's a very she's a young girl, and now she is very clearly a young woman. A young woman. <laughs> um, apparently, what's going to happen is she's going to be quote unquote reborn. As a young woman who has harnessed the full power of her charms, a.k.a. her tits, uh, <laughs> after an encounter with a monster from Indian Hill. Uh, I guess this has already kind of went batshit insane with some of the stuff they've done, so I've got no problem with what they're That's, doing. That was a good pun. Ha! I didn't even mean to make it. Yeah, ah. Batshit. Um, uh, Bruce Wayne poops. Bruce Wayne poops. <laughs> um... Uh, but yeah, so uh, I guess if that's what they're going to do, that's what they're going to do. That's yeah. fine. Whatever. I mean, as long as they explain it, I just don't want them to be like, hey, here's Ivy. And you're like, wait, what? Shh, 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 shh. This is Ivy. <laughs> yeah, I won't question it anyways. Um, in case you don't get the hint. She's very nice to look at. Um, <laughs> I'm not degrading. I hate to do that. I don't want to degrade her, but no. I mean, she's very She's pretty. very attractive. Though. She's very attractive, and I'm sure she's good, but she didn't come from a soap opera, so I can't really say how good she actually is. Uh, but then again, so did um, who's a little girl that played in Heroes that played the cheerleader? Hayden Pettitieri. Yeah, she came from a guiding light, as did <clears throat> Brittany Snow. Yep. Um, and they're both very, they're pretty good actors. Um, there's also going to be a proto version in this season of Killer Croc. Cool. Um, and according to one of the powers that be, um. A forerunner of Harley Quinn is a good possibility before all is said and done. He strongly suggested it would likely happen in a potential season four. They say potential season four. There's going to be a season four. The show is successful. Yeah. Um, so uh, that would be interesting to see a, uh, even though, well, they've are, they also said that we've likely already seen who would become the forerunner to Harley Quinn. So it's somebody we already know, which I've already had my suspicions as to who it is. Yeah. Um, and I think it's I, it's almost obvious to me, Barbara. Yeah. Um, I which, knew that's where you were going. Which works. I think it's it, it's uh, she works as Harley Quinn. She's nuts enough. She. Is. I don't know how they're gonna put that timeline back together. If it's just gonna be an alternate timeline. I think it's just a alternate. Which timeline. is fine. I just it's confusing as hell right now. But I'm they. Like, uh, but they did say how they would introduce her, which is where I have to stop. You dick. <laughs> yeah. the, how they introduce Harley Quinn? Yes, how she will be introduced. It's going to be if they, well, how they introduce her will be with something that is sort of revealed towards the end of season three. Okay. That You want me to close my ears so you can talk about it? No, I'm not gonna do I'll, that. I'll do that. That's stupid. Cause you'll still hear me because I talk loud. Um, I just want to know now. I hate you. You want me to tell you? I'll tell. I will gladly tell you. I don't want to ruin it for myself though. It's not really ruining the whole season. It's just one moment in the season. Okay. 
For just one moment, that's fine. I just don't want to ruin like the whole season. Jerome dies. Who? <laughs> Oh, that's right. Gotcha. I remember now. <laughs> this entire time we've been doing this show, and I've been, I've been like holding it back, and I'm like, okay, I can't tell him because that's a, it's a relatively big moment, and he's my favorite character. Whenever he killed him, I was like, I'm not gonna watch the show anymore because what's the fucking point? And I'm all worried about it, and I just now tell him, and he's just like, who? And I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I know who he is. Um, yes, uh, there's going to be, after his death, there is, um, a plague of, uh, it's actually really cool, like, when they do it, it's, it's cool anyways, but I hated it, because, like, I fucking love that character, it's yeah. so perfect, um, I had fully accepted that he's the Joker, and I was happy with that, um, but they, uh, show after his death, he, uh, he's obviously on live TV for, uh, a few times, so you see him, and everybody sees him, and you see, uh, uh, like a kid watching his parents are fighting in the background and he's sitting there watching his eyes just wide open big smile across his face as this guy is this insane guy is holding Bruce Wayne captive and um, and then uh, uh, it shows like somebody watching in like a you know how they had TVs in storeroom or store windows and like people watching that on there and then it shows these people um, robbing somebody and they're laughing and they just start killing them and then they're both laughing, and then one of the guys turns to his partner and starts fucking stabbing him, laughing the entire time. Jesus. And it, the whole episode, it, it closes out, if I remember right, it closes out with Jerome's body on a slab. And the way he had bled, it streaked across his mouth, and he had died with a smile on his face. Nice. So he had a huge smile on his face and just blood, a blood smile extending it. And That's his awesome. eyes are wide open. He's pale. It was a really epic uh, death for the character, and he was he was fantastic. But the, basically, what they're going to do is they're going to further that is that we're going to see Jerome's influence, and there's going to be a cult worshiping the Joker, and that's how his influence is going to come along, and that's how ultimately we're going to have the real Joker, quote unquote, uh, brought into the universe. Nice, and she's going to be a part of that. So that's uh, to me that's it. that's an interesting way to take it. And that's why I, people are really not happy about that. They weren't happy with Jerome. Some people weren't at first, but then they got to like him, and then they, <laughs> now, now they kill him. But then again, they also said, um, "Who was it? The guy that plays Gordon on there?" Mm-hmm. They asked him about it, about killing Jerome, and he was like, "He said on this show, nobody's dead." Yeah, he said they're just gone for right now. <laughs> He said, so this, down the line, we could possibly see Jerome come back, which would be fan-fucking-tastic, because he was incredible. I can't I, I, I can't stroke that kid's ego enough. He was fucking awesome. He was incredible. <sighs> Man of Steel 2. Yeah. That's the thing. Is it? Yeah, WB is actively developing it. Good that is them. the only news that's going on. That's fine. They said it is utmost importance. To them, he is that he is a top priority to get the character right. Like, you fucked him up already. Might as well twice already. Or you yeah. Kind of, um, but uh, now we move on to further into the DC extended universe. I had a joke. We're gonna skip it now. It makes me sad. Well, okay. Let me just do it again. Hang on. No, 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 well, no, no. We're gonna rewind it. No, we haven't did it, done it. We skipped it. Why did we skip it? Hmm? We're it's a Solomon Grundy will be introduced this season. I was gonna make oh, I did completely skip that, didn't I? Yeah, and the other one. Because let's rewind back. Gotham. Yeah, we did this already. 
Uh, Solomon Grundy will be introduced this season as well. I have a question. What's that? Will he be introduced on a Monday? Oh, the show is on a Monday. So, yes. So, he's born on a Monday? He will be born on a Monday. I'm happy with this. <laughs> All right. Totally right. worth it. Uh, uh, there was a first image of the Hatter released also. Which I'm excited about because I fucking love the Hatter. Um, and it, I'll tell you what, I'm kind of disappointed with the picture. Yeah. It, it's literally that guy in a top hat. Yeah, which, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah They so need to put some silver on him or something. But uh, they have, uh, they released a, uh, a character description of him. Uh, basically, the Hatter is going to be a talented hypnotist teetering on the edge of madness. He arrives in Gotham with an unwavering desire to find his sister, Alice, a young woman who went missing in the city years ago. It is anyone's guess just how far down the rabbit hole he's willing to go in order to find her. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland puns. Um, What's Alice in Wonderland? Uh, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> in any case, it'll be interesting to see that character played out on TV because we have yet to see a live-action version of him. Yep. So it's going to be cool. I'm excited to see it. He's one of my favorites. Uh, Man of Steel 2. Warner Brothers actively developing Man of Steel 2. Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> see how quick that was? Uh, yeah, like We already did it or something. Uh, Aquaman, according to the rap, Black Manta will be the villain in the standalone Aquaman film, which, fucking I, right. I didn't. I, I was Whenever I read that, I was like, didn't we assume that anyways? Because who the, who the fuck else is going to be the villain in Aquaman? I, that's movie? what I'm saying. Like, they you have to kick it off with a villain that everybody knows. And otherwise the only gonna... Aquaman villain everybody knows or most everybody knows is Black Manta yeah uh, I can't name another one yeah I'm sure there's more I don't know I mean dry land <laughs> uh, uncooperative fish uncooperative fish rogue fish is what you're saying yes um, king yeah. shark maybe no king shark oh that'd be so fucking <laughs> I don't know if they would fight or not because wouldn't he just be able to control <laughs> yeah I'm gonna get you Aquaman I'm gonna help you Aquaman <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, uh, James Wan, after making a couple jokes about speech bubbles, uh, <laughs> talked about underwater speech, um, saying, uh, no, here's the thing. I always, here's the thing I always say. If you have water in your lungs, like these characters do, there's no air bubble. So I don't know. <laughs> I just think in my movie, I want to kind of create... I love the idea of... <laughs> you can't, can't complete a fucking sentence. Uh, He's not sure what he wants This is literally copy and paste, so yeah. this is all him. Uh, I love the idea of underwater speaking, but with a real sort of sonic aquatic quality to it. So there's this sort of aquatic, almost sonar whale thing. Even though it's in a human language, there's this slight sort of underlay to it, this ping to it, which I would... Uh, which I think would be interesting for us to design from a sound design perspective. Yeah, it'll, uh, it'll be fun. Also, Zach has some ideas that he'll be doing in Justice League. Okay, if they're doing a ping sound-ish to the voice, as long as it's understandable. Yeah. I, that's the problem, is they got to make sure that you can hear it. I it hope they don't cool. over Because remember in the first Dark Knight uh, Rises trailer when they first showed uh, Bane? Bane, you're like, what? How what did he say? Yeah, you heard he's just like... He's talking into a bag. Someone fix it. And I was like, what so, the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Like, as long as they make Because my so thing is, it's not it's not about how how they speak with no air bubbles. That's fine. But how do we hear it? Because we're hearing it in water. Yeah. And I know that doesn't really matter. Because the camera's in water. It's a movie. But here's... Yeah, but, that's the thing, though. I mean, we're... It, they're not speaking to the audience. Right. They're, They're speaking, speaking to each other. We're supposed to be put into the movie where we're part of that world. There's no reason to really alter. If they want to change it because they're a different race, 
I get that. You know, honestly, it's a cop-out, but I'd be 100% okay with if he's talking underwater to his people, if it's all telepathic. Because he talks telepathically to other oh, fish. Oh, fuck. That'd be terrible, though. I'd, I'd I know. get so irritated with that. Because, like, they'd be talking without moving their lips. They'd be annoying. Yeah. But, I mean, I could understand that. If they go to a point where, like, we can't make it work any other way, then fine. Whatever. But, but uh, this, I'd rather than do something else. I do, I, I do think that maybe they might be overthinking it a bit. Um, I think it's just as simple as you can, one, just CG water around yeah. them. I mean, obviously, you can't film them underwater talking. You can film them swimming and maybe fighting underwater, but as far as like completely underwater the entire time, you can't do that, obviously. So you're going to have to CG at some point them underwater. Do that, CG out the bubbles, and let them just fucking talk. There doesn't need to be anything that really special. Yeah, it'd be fine. Um, but in any case, uh, this movie's gonna be the I think one of the most interesting ones I do because I've always been I've wondered how they're gonna do it. Yeah, just how it's gonna, especially after watching Batman v Superman and you that see him awful. clearly holding his breath. Yeah, they got that bothered that. me a lot. They got um, that. So even James Wan saying they they have uh, water in their lungs like these characters do. Then why was he holding his fucking breath? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just Zack Snyder being fucking stupid. Yeah, well. Um, on to Star Wars. But no, real quick. Uh, we discussed in two episodes ago. Yeah. And I figure while we're in the DC world, I want to talk about my mini review of The Killing Joke. Okay. Um, did not like it. Not even a little bit. The only thing I can say for sure that I enjoyed about it was the animation itself was better than it's ever been in the DC animated movies because they usually come off very stiff and it's like mm, I hate this the worst part of those movies is that they try too hard to be like anime so it comes off very stiff but it doesn't even because like you watch Naruto or Dragon Ball Z or whatever and you see the animation the fights and stuff like that it's very fluid very rarely is it super stiff those are always really stiff and it's almost just like flash animation yeah um so I've always had that problem with it. This one is much closer to the Batman the Animated Series. Um, it's, it looks a lot like an updated version of it. Yeah. To me, though, they used a lot more CG than they needed to. I was kind of hoping more for a hand-drawn feel to it, which a lot of it is, or comes off looking yeah, hand-drawn. Yeah, looks like it. Um, but like there's like when they're having a car chase towards the beginning of it, and a car skids out of control, it just seemed so lifeless. It was just very flat. just like, Or not flat, but it was just like the car spins, but there's no you very aware that it's, it's digitally put in there. Yeah. Um, and obviously, obviously, you can't just... It's not a real car. It's all going to be animated, but it looked very fake. Um, it didn't fit with the world. Yeah. Um, but even whenever the film opens up and you see the you know cityscape of Gotham, the smoke, and the big moon, as soon as it starts, Michelle was even like, she's like, holy crap, that looks good. Yeah. I'm like, it does. It looks... It, the art itself, the drawings look very good. Um one thing and Joey brought this up too um, the voice acting very disappointing subpar very very sure. subpar Tara Strong was fucking terrible yeah uh, Kevin Conroy was fine it was yeah. passable it was this was literally them reading lines I think Hamill did the best Hamill did the best out of all he was of them. still kind of under yeah he was like he was bored and that's and I'll get um, I would get a lot of flack for this the Killing Joe comic book is not as good as people think it is. It really isn't. And it has, at the time when it came out, yes, it probably was. But at this current think, time, we've already seen Joker 
lose his goddamn mind to do yeah. the craziest shit. So what he does in this is very tame. I think the only reason it got so much praise, at least back in the day when it came out, is because it was the first take on an origin story. Yeah. For the Joker. And I get that. And I love that they still never give you a name. Absolutely. I, I love that. Was, that. It, it, it was cool that they did that. And, and again, like I said, the drawing was very good, but the the voice acting was flat. Yeah. Um, the first half hour was by itself would have been okay. No, it wouldn't have. But it, it wasn't, there wasn't any effort put into it. And that's it. The entire, the first half of which is the Batgirl story yeah. part of it. One, I, I said it enough last time. I fucking hate that they made them fuck. That was stupid. Yeah. It was lazy writing, and the entire script is terrible. It is. It's terrible. And the only thing good about it was the animation. The fact that they had sex was stupid. They couldn't think of a better way to make him care about her. It couldn't be just that he cared about her because he's worked with her for so long, that he's her mentor. It doesn't make sense to me. He feels responsible for her. He feels responsible. He feels a very fatherly, almost brother or brotherly connection to her, very protective of her. And even the stuff he does, like... You, 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 he's just being Batman. He, he's not necessarily protecting her, but they have to ham fist it in there because they know how badly it was portrayed. Because they say when she says you, uh, something about getting you're getting too protective over me. And it's like when he didn't get protective over you. He, All he said was you're getting your emotions exactly. Like. And then it, but I think what they're hinting at was whenever you know she went to uh, find uh, Paris France or find Paris Franz. And um, and she gets you know she's getting shot at and she's kind of you know uh, backed into a wall and he comes in and beats up everybody but the thing is he would have done that anyways because he's Batman he was going there to get that guy yeah you know he just happened to remember remember that you know where they originally met and then he went there and then found out where she went so it had a ham fisted in there that he was being protective of her because you couldn't tell. By what they had already written. So they had to just straight out say it. It was fucking lazy. Yeah. And the only time that the story gets any good is whenever they the writers no longer have to write it. Whenever they have the source material just to directly copy from. And even they edit parts of it out. Even, yeah, they edit parts of it which out, which is, mean, r- is ridiculous, but it's neither here nor there. They had, they had a good source material that they didn't have to really rewrite. All they did was clip some parts out of it, and that's it. Um... The other thing that really bothered me, the mouth animation. They're awful. Yeah, I didn't pay attention awful. to Awful. Mouth animation. Their words weren't synced up properly. Now, maybe I, because I, I went and rented it from uh, Family Video, but it was the Blu-ray of it, like the official Blu-ray of it. Yeah. I see no reason why it shouldn't have been synced up. It was fucking awful. It was off-putting to me. I hated it. Um, and like I said, the voice acting was bad. The story, uh, the first half of it was fucking terrible. Um... In the uh, uh, in the only part that was good was what was already written for him that they didn't have to do anything. It was the laziest attempt at an adaptation I've ever seen. Yeah, and they and I realize now why they don't necessarily do usually original stories. They usually do adaptations, is because they don't have writers that can fucking handle it. Apparently, <laughs> because they made an all original story right there at the beginning and it was bad. Yeah, and it was if they would put effort into it. It was embarrassing to me. Yeah. The only thing I just, they didn't need to have sex. That bothered me so much. And I get, and uh, Joey brought this up too, in the Batman the Animated, or uh, in Batman Beyond, 
it's hinted at. Never, I guess, never really directly said. Yeah, he told me about but it. But it's uh, that Barbara and Bruce get married at some point. Um, now, that's fine in that continuity, but this isn't in that continuity. This is adapting off of an existing comic book, which has its own continuity. Yeah. In that continuity, they've never, ever, at least to my knowledge, correct me if I'm wrong, they've never been together. It's always been a very mentor mentee uh, <laughs> uh, relationship. Um, but yeah, so um, it's, I don't like it. I hated it. That's fine. I'm really bummed out about it too because I was excited to see hear Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy come back. Yeah. And Tara Strong too, but good lord, she was bad. Just not good. Yeah. Well, exactly wasn't the best. No, it wasn't. I still um, enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, as far as just being able to see Killing Joke in video form was nice. I guess. But the first, yeah, the first 30 minutes was kind of meh. They should have left it off completely and yeah. just extended uh, the actual story. They would have extended out a little bit here and there into the story. I would have liked it more. Yeah. Um, and just left off that first part completely. Um, Star Wars. Star Wars? Happier, happier news. So we have some news for the Han Solo movie. Yep. They have casted a young Lando Calrissian. Haven't casted it yet. Or no, they're casting for a young Lando Calrissian, sorry. Misread that. Uh, he misread that. Uh, yeah, and it looks like Lucas Elm does have a favorite in the running. Who is it? Donald Glover. I'm fucking stoked about That's awesome. that. I'm excited. I love Donald Glover, but it's I don't, I don't know if they're gonna be able to do it because he is uh, um uh what was he? he's in something else. Oh, he's in the Homecoming. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if they're gonna want to. Is he in Homecoming? He they is. Confirmed that. Okay. I couldn't remember. He is in it. He still, they still have not said who he is. Oh, that's right. And they haven't divulged any, he won't divulge any information because Marvel will have him killed. Um, yeah, they, they will literally, they will literally murder him. They, they straight up murder. Uh, but no, so yeah, he's, um, he hasn't said who he is, but I wonder if they're going to let him do Star Wars and be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Why not? Uh, I don't know. Those universes will never cross. They won't ever cross. But oh my god, can you imagine Guardians with just <laughs> Star Wars? In? That's what I used to always say because people were so worried about Disney making a Star Wars movie. And I was like, that's what Guardians of the Galaxy was. It was an answer to yeah. look. We can make a big space epic movie. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, fanboys. We're good. Um, and on to uh, some more Star Wars news. Rogue One, the new trailer. Came out. It was awesome. Boom, 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 boom. Darth Vader. <sighs> Fucking stoked. That's literally all the Darth Vader you get. That is. That is it's, <laughs> it's literally just he takes him a standing breath. away and going. <sighs> but um, yeah, I was. I'm not super excited. I I haven't been super excited about this movie. I'm more excited now than I was. Yeah. And I will go see this movie. The regardless. action looks good. Uh, no. Yeah. Donnie Yen looks awesome in it. He looks like, I mean, he's a badass anyways. He is. But, I fucking love him. Um, but yeah, what's particularly exciting about this is that we get to see Darth Vader most likely in action. Yeah. Like, we never really got to see, we got to see an old man swing a sword at him. And that's it. And <laughs> Alec Guinness going, <laughs> my arms can barely hold this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and it was very stiff looking. So now that we were as advanced as we are, it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Well, now that we've had time, because I don't know, I'm sure you know, all the lightsaber academies that are actually out there. Yeah. We have one here. Uh, not, not in this town, but Indianapolis. Um, they 
can get a lot of people to do those stunts for them. So they could do a live action version, no CG of just a huge fucking fight and but make they, it look they, good. But it becomes also, they would have to wear the Darth Vader armor, which yeah. is considerably heavy right? and hard to maneuver in. But they could do it. It could, but it Someone would, could. it's going to have to be CG'd. They can train. That's going to be CG. They can train. Well, one, it's already filmed, so. They can train. <laughs> they can train. <laughs> Fuck it. They'll um, do it live. Fuck it. I want to I read to you what the, the notes say, and I quote, New trailer revealed, or new trailer reveals, dot, 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 Darth motherfucking Vader. That's, yeah, that's what I wrote. Estimation point, estimation point, estimation point. I was excited when I wrote that. <laughs> I can tell. Uh, I also, I initially had written down just like, <laughs> and just hammered down on my keyboard. Um, but I was like, nah, because that's going to be hard to read. Um, on to the other Star World. Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah, so Simon Pegg uh, made a statement on Carol Marcus's absence. What did he say? Where'd she go? He... Where'd the pretty lady go? <laughs> uh, so he, and I read this article too before we talked about it. But uh, Simon All right, Pegg, hipster John. Yeah, I, I read it first. <laughs> no, I, I saw it pop up. So, uh, Simon Pegg said that we thought rather than have Carol Marcus be not used to a reasonable capacity, let's just not include her. Have her be alive in canon and be ready to come back at any time. I think we had some lines to explain her absence in one of the initial drafts that had her going off to start work on the Genesis Project and do sort of very, very early research on that. But it didn't make it into the final cut. So, which um, I think is smart. I mean, yeah. at least they talked about it. But, but here's also the thing. She didn't really have a purpose when she was put in the movie originally. Yeah. She was there as eye candy. Um, so for him to be like, to have her not be used in a reasonable capacity, I'm like, you seem to give a shit before. I think it's more of just not <sighs> using her a lot. Yeah. No sense in calling that actress in. You just do nothing. Just do some nothing. fucking bra and panty shot and that's it. That'd be cool though. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting to talk about the Genesis Project. Yeah, Honestly, so uh, cool. because uh, that was what uh, it was in Wrath of Khan and in uh, what Search for Spock. I think so. Um, so it, are they hinting at that maybe in the fourth one, which they've already said they're writing the script for, uh, and have a release date for that they're uh, going to do the Genesis Project in that one? It'd be cool. It'd be kind of interesting to see what they do with the Genesis Project. I, I'm curious because yeah, because that was that these was movies are. I think they're cool, dude. I don't give a shit what anybody says. I like them. And I think maybe... I'll tell you what, the, the third one, as good as it is, like, I do like it. Um, I don't know. It felt kind of weak. And I think it's just because it was very predictable. Uh, a couple of things that threw me off, which was fine. But, I mean, the second one was predictable towards the end especially. But I thought maybe they were going to trick us. And then I didn't, but it was still fun. I still like the second one a lot. Um, the ending kills me, but uh, the first one was fantastic. Still the best one. Like I love it. But the, the third one, and you can tell, uh, I'm not. I'm not seen Fast Seven, but you can tell that the it's Justin Lin. Yeah, right? he's like you can even from the trailers like, oh, I know who directed this. Yeah, it's very actiony based. Like, um, uh, the humor is. Good in it though, but I liked it. Yeah, it looks it looks good, and yeah, but it's very clear who directed it. Uh, I like these movies, I, and maybe it helps that I'm not a trekkie or trekker, trekker, or whatever the fuck they want to be called now. Um, George, George, um, <laughs> but maybe that's what I I was never a fan of the original series yeah. or the original movies. 
uh, I only want to ever watch was Next Generation. Yeah. Uh, so for me, like, I always... Next Generation me, was the best. For me, the true captain of Star Trek is Picard. I'm going to get shit for this. Oh, uh, God. You're going to say uh, uh, fucking Quantum Leap, dude, aren't you? Oh, no. But that, I, I do like him. Like, that series was okay, but they, they fucked it up. Um... I really enjoyed no no not more than deep not uh, not more than next generation but Deep Space Nine. Really, I liked it. Like a lot of people get shit for it, and all, I think the only reason people give it shit is because it's on a space station and they don't go anywhere. Yeah, which I get because it's Star Trek, but no one said that Star Trek had to be an exploration group. That no. was just because that's what the Enterprise did. Yeah, fine, I get that. But Deep Space Nine, you get all those different people coming in. That's cool to me. Worf uh, shows up in their yeah. later seasons. But I, I really like that show. Like, it's not my favorite by any means. But I like it. And I, I like Voyager. Like, it's not... It's, was that the Scott Bakula one? or No, Voyager was... Uh, God, I can't remember her name now. But the, the one... Oh, the Captain. red-headed lady. The yeah. one that was in uh, Walking Dead for a minute. Yeah. But I, I liked her. And she did a good job. And um, that show was good. My favorite... I, this is going to be weird. But my favorite... One of my favorite space shows is not even Star Trek. Is Babylon 5. I've never ever watched that. It's fucking fun. It's it's stupid and corny. People always talk about that like that's a big uh, Babylon Five or Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, Battlestar um, Galactica is good, uh, um, but I just like I like Babylon. I think it's why I like D Space Nine so much. It's because Babylon Five is a set of space stations, and that's the same kind of idea. Like all these different groups come in. They have a captain. They have people that are like liaisons to different cultures. They have these different. The, I mean, the base story is about the captain and all the different heads of each community trying to com- be friends. I legitimately did not know that. I did not know that was based on space station or just based in a space station. Babylon 5? Yeah. Or no, no, no. Uh, no oh, we're, Deep Space Nine is too. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Deep Space Nine is more about just the crew. Right. But Babylon 5 is about the captain, the crew, and then the captain getting trying to get all the different races of aliens to be peaceful. Um, see, I, I've never been huge into space shows. I gotta go. Oh. <laughs> 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 or uh, even particularly movies, honestly. Yeah, sci-fi is my thing. Um, but like, uh, see, I don't even count as sci-fi because it's kind of its own space is its own genre almost. Sci-fi is a completely different story. It, yeah. Because um, I like sci-fi, but space the space subset of it is where I I enjoy it and I don't hate it it's just I've never gotten into a whole lot of it uh, Next Generation I love but to me honestly and eh, maybe I'll catch shit for it or not the best space show I've ever watched Firefly it's not oh, even really a space show amazing. it's not even technically a space show it's yeah. a western sci-fi western uh, <laughs> but to me it's the best one it's I, so good it, it, it's well and I like the universe yeah like, I wish we could have gotten more to explore that universe because Fox because you get the, the main group in the, the cities like the capitals like the big city futuristic style and then you get these fucking backwater planets that have not been treated at all yeah they terraformed here's some wood go build buildings by like that's what it feels like and then it's just that's it there's nothing and then the main characters lost the war like it's fucking awesome like, it's a great great show and I love it I wish there was more of it but 14 episodes that's all we get in a movie but it's a it's a perfect 14 episodes yep um I think my favorite show that has to do with some space stuff is Stargate I've never watched that Stargate SG-1 I will say uh as far as it goes I love that show 
Uh, it's probably my favorite, but it's very corny. Um, I, know, I know you probably, I don't know if, how much you watch this show, but I haven't watched this show, but from what I've understand and talked to other people about, it comes off like Supernatural, where they have a set plan, and they're doing that for the first few seasons, and then it starts to just goof off. <laughs> so, yeah, I've never so, watched a Supernatural, but that's exactly how it, that's how been, that's how it comes off That's how me. I've been explained, too. Like it, yeah. just, it starts to goof off towards the end. And that's what Stargate does. They start to goof off like it's funnier. And then you get to season 10 and you're like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, well, of course, in season 8, they switch cast members. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple of them. I remember that, actually. It was on Showtime. What was it? Stargate SG-1, wasn't it? Mm-mm. What was it on? Oh, shit. Is it NBC? I think the, the pilot was on Showtime because, it, I mean, the pilot's got nudity in it. I could have sworn the whole show was on uh, Showtime, but in any case, it switched I, to sci-fi I, at some point. I remember it being. Um, it switched to sci-fi at some point because the ca- the person they replaced the main character with is Ben Browder, who was on Farscape. Oh, uh, and he switched, and they the the two hundredth episode, they did a. Uh, God, this is so fucking stupid. Uh, this guy came in, and you would know the actor if I showed you a picture. Uh, but he came in and was like, they were trying to film a TV show about Stargate. And he was trying to say, like, we'll make it where it's obviously fake, even though it's based off of real missions. And they were trying to go through, like, different ideas for shows. And it's just showing you what they're thinking. So it looks ridiculous. And there was one that was Farscape. And they have two cast members on the show that are from Farscape. So it was just them together. <laughs> On the Farscape set, just it was like hilarious. That. It was it was a funny fucking episode. Um, now it may sound like an interesting show to me, but yeah, I, I was never I never got into a whole lot of that. Uh, to give you an idea though, because Supernatural did this too, they did a Groundhog Day episode. Supernatural did and SGU One did. Hmm. Uh, from what I understand, the Groundhog Day episode of Supernatural is probably better because essentially I can't remember which one dies. One of them keeps dying. And so the other one's just trying to protect him every every time. And, like, like he wakes up and he's like, we're not going anywhere. We're staying home. Okay, okay, I'm going to go take a shower. And he slips and falls in the shower and dies. <laughs> and it resets. And he's just trying to save him over and over and over again. That's funny. SG-1 is essentially one person in a loop. And he's just doing whatever he wants for a while. <laughs> so it's literally like Groundhog Day. Yeah, like he just, like, he realizes, like, nothing's changing. So he's, like, so he opens up the portal to a random planet. And just shoots golf balls through it. Like, it's hilarious to me. But it's just a couple of things. But yeah, like, that's... No, no, no. To me, like, that staple is a show that's kind of given up. Is when you do a Groundhog Day episode. Yeah. Especially when it's not a comedy. Yeah. I mean, there's humor in it, but it's not a comedy. And then they just do a Groundhog Day episode. It's like, okay, well, you've kind of jumped the shark at this point. So, it's still fun. I still love every season. Right. It's just like, eh, okay. Um, one of the other things I don't really get into that much... Um, Young adult novels. I'll tell you what, I like them. Not all of them, but I don't know what it is about them. But some of them are like I liked the Hunger Games books. You like Twilight too? No. (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'll I'll be one hundred percent honest. I've not read more than a page of the books because someone just handed to me. I just read a page of it. I got you beat. Awful. Eight pages. Oh God, sorry. Uh, I went to go see the first movie. On midnight release. Oh, fuck. Because a friend of mine was like, let's go see it. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, I went to see the first two. 
in theaters, not midnight release, uh, because Michelle read the books, enjoyed the books. Um, well, enjoyed them mostly, but then went to watch the first two movies, and she lost interest after that. Yeah, so Thank God. so no, did not like those. Um, read Hunger Games, all three books, because we were going to go see the first movie. So I read all three books before we went to go see the first movie. Did not really care for the movie, um, but I think it's because it was a lot of action. Oh, let's shake the camera. <laughs> yeah, it's, they really so, had a lot of. A lot of movies had that problem. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, it's everyone I've talked to says two, three, and four are better. So I'm going to give them a shot. Second one was, uh, yeah, the second one I actually enjoyed more than the cool. uh, the first one. I haven't watched the third or fourth one yet. I want to see them. I, I, I like, okay, so I'm not going to, okay. Did you hear about spoilers about this show movie, or the books, movies? No. Okay, so so spoilers for, for Hunger Games. Fuck it. I already know what happens <laughs> so, mostly through it. Yeah, so, so you know then that the entire story is fucking pointless. I got to the end of that third book and I was pissed. Cause Wait, I was, no, what happens? I guess I don't know. Okay, so so the whole point of the book, whole point of her giving up her life was to save her sister. Oh, and her sister. She dies. Yeah, okay, I knew that. At the end of the book, it's like the entire thing is pointless. She could have just let her sister die and everything would have been normal. Yep. I mean, of course, now there's a rebellion, and they're changing the, the society. But the whole point of her giving up her life was that her sister was her so her sister could live. Yeah, and then she dies. So yeah, it's a tragic thing, and I get that it's still in, like it's one of those like, well, I went to save her, and now we save the society, right? But it's like you couldn't hunt her in like she was injured, and then saved. I don't know. It just pisses me off. And so Lionsgate, now they don't have any of these young adult novels to adapt anymore. They're moving on to a new one. Uh, it's called Chaos Walking. Uh, and Daisy Ridley of Force Awakens fame was uh, recently cast as one of the lead roles. And it, um, uh, they don't know who she's going to be. They haven't, they haven't revealed which character it is. Uh, but they know it's one of the lead characters. Um, oh, no. <laughs> the story of Chaos Walking is a bit whatever. Um, some of them are. It's uh, okay. So, Chaos Walking is the first book in uh, author Patrick Ness's best-selling trilogy about a post-apocalyptic surprise, surprise world uh, where there are no women and all living creatures can hear one another's thoughts in a stream of images, words, and sounds called noise. Um, the lead protagonist is a boy named Todd Hewitt, who, after a startling discovery about the noise, is forced to flee his hometown with his dog. The story follows their journey as they encounter a strange, mysterious, silent girl who joins them on their quest to discover the truth behind their existence. I don't know, man. It just sounds fucking stupid. Yeah, well, it's, I, I get, like, I, it's possible it could be 100% dumb. But, yeah, but I mean, Daisy Ridley's going to be a part of it. I'd like to really support it because I like her a lot. But We'll see how it looks. <sighs> yeah. But I guess it sounds like a sausage party. But that's the thing, though. I mean, uh, Doug Lyman, uh, who directed Edge of Tomorrow, is directing it, and it's from a script that was the most recent copy was written by the Academy Award winner Charlie Kaufman, yeah, who wrote Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, uh, and Jamie Linden, who just recently wrote Money Monster. Um, so I mean that I mean they've got some got some pedigree games. to it. So yeah, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's better than the other ones. Yeah. Um, Speaking of the other ones, I did study. I watched Maze Runner the other day. Hmm. I liked it. Mm. It wasn't the best story, but it was fun. Oh. 
There's that. That's a thing that you just said. It is. I'll tell you what, I really wish those Percy Jackson movies were better. Yeah, they are good. No. I love the books. I really do. And and I'm not one to say you can't change what happens in a movie based off the book. They changed way too fucking much. Really? Oh my god, it pissed me off. Like something that happens so early in the book is completely changed and it changes everything. And then there's main characters that are not even in the movie that are in the books. Hmm. And it's just like why? Okay. Like, it's just, it seems... Sounds like bad writing. Dumb to me. Like, I understand, because one of the characters I'm talking about is Ares. So, yes, it's a god. Okay. He fights him. Peter, Peter, uh, Percy Jackson fights Ares in the book. Wait, doesn't he fight him in the first movie? No. Ares isn't even in the first movie. Okay, and you know, the thing that pissed me off the most about the Percy Jackson movies... In the movies... He was told by the other kid to you go or whoever you go here, here and here and get the pearls. Okay. In the books, all they're told is they have to go to hell and they just walk or bus or whatever they do to get wherever. And the entrance to hell is in LA. Go figure. Uh, <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. But they watch little Nikki. Yeah. Oh, that's New York. But, but, but in the movie, they're like, go here, you have to go here and get a pearl, and go here and get a pearl, and go here and get a pearl. And in, in the book, they just happen on those places on the way to L.A. And then they get the pearls from someone else, I forget who. Um, and, and that's how they escape and get out. And I don't mind the change with the kid fighting the kid with, with the shoes. Uh, that's fine. There's a change, whatever. Um, but they got rid of a whole plot line of him just happening on these places that he's not aware of instead of being like, you have to go to these places. And that kind of pissed me off. I don't mind changes. They're just a little irritating. But, yeah, whatever. I didn't see Sea of Monsters. Like, I don't... I knew they weren't going to continue it after that. Like, I, I knew they were going to cancel him, so I was just whatever. Who's the the, the kid that plays in it? Um, Logan Borman. He's a fantastic He's actor. awesome. Um, person being a wallflower? I'll tell you honestly, I was kind of hoping because uh, if I remember right, he was up for the role of uh, Spider-Man. Yep. He was also up for the role of um, Billy in the Power Rangers movie. Really? Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. I would have liked that. I was down for that. I was like, yep, sign him up. Yeah, he's good. I like him. Um, George R. R. Martin has another uh, TV show coming to TV, oh, obviously, because I don't know where else the TV show would go. Um, weird if a TV show ended up at a Burger King. That would be weird. Yeah. Uh, it's called Wild Cards. Uh, it's an anthology and short story series that actually started out as a role-playing game that Martin invented with other sci-fi authors, including Gail Gerstner-Miller, Victor Milan, John J. Miller, Melinda M. Snodgrass, and Walter John Williams. Snodgrass. Um, I know. How the hell do you get a last name like that? Uh, Good for you, Melinda. <laughs> Martin served as a game ma- as game master. After taking stock of the incredible amount of material they'd created for the game, Martin pitched an idea that a shared universe be created to further solidify the mythology. Other writers uh, invited to join the group included Roger Zelzany, uh, Louis Shiner, Pat Cadigan, C- uh, Howard Waldrop, Edward Bryant, and Stephen Lee. The first titular uh, anthology series was published in 1987. To date, there have been over 30 anthology and short story entries uh, published. The synopsis of it is... I'm tired of reading, John. You tell them. 
there is a secret history of the world, a history in which an alien virus struck the Earth in the aftermath of World War II, endowing a handful of survivors with extraordinary powers. Some were called aces, those with superhuman mental and physical abilities. Others were termed jokers, cursed with bizarre mental or physical disabilities. Some turned their talents to the service of humanity. Others used their powers for evil. Wild cards is their story. Oh, sounds interesting to me. Yeah, it sounds like a, a good idea. And it's cool that it came from... George R. R. Martin. Yeah, and from like his a story that their group created, not trying to create a show right. or a book. They really were just playing a game yeah. and created this universe. That's Which is really like the cool. nerdiest thing I've ever heard. But it's so we'll, cool. It's... We'll leave it to authors. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, moving on to... Um, Other news. Yeah, Resident Evil, the final chapter, the trailer was finally released. Good for them. That's a good thing. Good for Jovovich. Ghostbusters. Uh, officially considered a flop <laughs> according to the box right office. <laughs> I'm done with it. It's uh, <laughs> I've only seen the first two. Yeah, I've only... Uh, uh yeah I think I've seen I think I've actually seen them all I just I don't just, care I don't do them like I think they get better because I think once they introduce Chris uh, Redfield it gets better but I've not gotten that far I think that's I think it's movie four and I'm, I don't remember yeah this is I, what, I was never, this is I was, six yeah six I or seven I don't remember I've never been into the game so I don't yeah now the movies are fine but not great Ghostbusters but, uh, Ghostbusters uh, officially considered a flop according to box office analyst Jeff Block. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter estimates that the movie will ultimately lose seventy to seventy-five million dollars. Uh, it made one hundred eighty million globally uh, on a one hundred forty-four uh, million dollar budget, and that's before advertising, right. which is usually considerably more. Yeah, it usually it can usually at least the way I understand it, uh, just below or match the actual budget for the movie, uh, depending on which is insane. Yeah, so I mean um, they've lost. They lost a lot of money. Probably. So the idea that there would be a sequel is almost completely out the window. Yeah. But, I mean, Feig is made... Feig? 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 Feig. Feig. Paul Feig. Uh, Feig. 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 Uh, he, <laughs> he's made a lot of good movies, so I mean, he might have... And, I mean, it does have Kristen Wiig and um, Melissa McCarthy in it, and so, I mean, now the... Uh, they could they could probably get the money. And Kate McKinnon, who's become a fucking revelation. Yeah. Uh, she, I mean, she was huge. So, I mean... It's possible. I think if they were going to do, if they were going to do a sequel, they'll do a sequel, and we'll see. Because as far as I understood, uh, Sony was planning on a franchise, and they had already had it set. It's possible they just going to make it. I mean, they could. I mean, Sony's got money to blow. They do. Um, on to another comic book reboot: The Crow. Uh, Jason Momoa is likely to star as Eric Draven, previously portrayed by Brandon Lee. Uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, directed by uh, Corin Hardy, who directed a movie called The Hallow. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what that movie is. Me either. Uh, and originally, I guess the movie uh, was going to star Tom Hiddleston, and then it was going to star Bradley Cooper, and then Jack Houston, and then Luke Evans. Yeah, Luke um, Evans was the one I heard. Luke Evans was the last time. one I heard. I remember hearing Bradley Cooper. I did too, yeah. Uh, Tom Hiddleston was news to me, and mm-hmm. so was Jack Houston. Um, Luke Evans, though, like, I thought that would have been good. Yeah, he would have fit the character. Uh, Bradley Cooper would have been weird, but then I, I did see some concept art put together with Bradley Cooper's face as the character. Yeah, it worked. It's possible. He looked yeah. he looked apart, anyways. So that'd be um, interesting. I don't, I, don't, I don't really want a reboot of it, anyway. I don't but, either. But, but if they're gonna if, do if it, if they're set to do it, then they better do it right. Jason Momoa is an interesting choice to me. He's too big. He's a big motherfucker. The crow. I mean, he's not supposed to be muscle muscular. No, he. It's not uh, supposed to be Aquaman. He's not supposed to be Aquaman. <laughs> and that's all's gonna happen because he's got a very one. Well, he's got a very distinctive voice. 
And a distinctive look. face. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be really hard to make him lose himself in the character. Yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes. I'll yeah. Be, I mean, I will say, and this kind of relates back, but uh, Jason Momoa was in Stargate Atlantis. Was he? Yeah, because that's where I first saw him, and so when they casted for Aquaman, I was like, "Fucking, what's his face is gonna be?" And I saw him in in Game of Thrones. But then I heard he's going to be Aquaman. I was like, fucking Sargate Atlantis guy's going to be an Aquaman? Yeah. Because <laughs> when they announced him, I was like, he's fucking perfect. Because like, I saw him as, as that character where he's from a race of creatures where he's just a warrior. All right. That's all he is. is just a fighter. And he's fucking brutal. And I was like, if they got him to be Aquaman, like, he can do those fight scenes. Like, he's going to be fucking rough. So, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I love Jason Momoa. I don't know how he's... I don't know how he'd do his Draven. Yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be a rough one. I, I don't imagine that one's going to work very well, but I don't imagine the reboot's going to work very if well If they can make it work, so be it. But, yeah, I'm not... The original Crow... I'm honestly not special. I was going to say, I'm not really 100% behind the idea of the reboot. If they're going to do it, I guess. It I get why, would, why they would cast Jason Momoa, because he's getting ready to be a huge star. This doesn't fit the part for me. He doesn't. But um, um, and I'm t- I don't know about you, but like we've talked about this before, but just reboots and sequels, too many, so much. Speaking of sequels, <laughs> World War Z two. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you haven't seen the first. I have one. not seen the first one or read the book. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the first one. I'm sure it looks good. Um, it wasn't great, but it I'm was kind of okay. over zombies. Yeah, like, Walking Dead's about my fill of zombies. Yeah, comic book and show. Um, like, um. I can't think of any other zombie stuff that I've really gotten into. I can't either. Like I watched Scout's Guide to the Zombie. See, I want to see that. I haven't watched it. It wasn't bad. It was pretty funny. Yeah, but see, that to me, like, I w- I'm talking about an actual zombie movie, not like a comedy, right? Like Shaun of the Dead and some of like that. Right. Like, those are fine because they're fun. But like, as far as yeah, an actual horror uh, thriller zombie movie, like, over it. Yeah. Um. But let's talk about the news part of it. <laughs> yeah, David Fincher is in talks to direct. Yeah, which is actually makes me far more excited for it. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see a David Fincher zombie movie. I love me some Fincher. Um, which is peculiar because he usually shies away from sequels. Yeah. Um, in fact, I don't. he did one sequel once, and it was not well received. No. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I understand why he doesn't, but it'll be interesting because he's always, I guess he's always said that, or his friends, because he's, he's very reclusive. Like, nobody knows, like... He'll disappear for long periods of time, and then he'll just, oh, here's a movie from David Fincher. Yeah. Um, hey, I want to make something. Okay, go do it. Okay, don't tell anybody. All right. <laughs> but he, uh, he, he, I guess whenever Brad Pitt reaches out to him and says, hey, you know, listen to this or go do it, he's always very receptive. Cool. He trusts Brad Pitt. So uh, I imagine if... Well, in a, from what I understand, World War Z, the books, is just individual stories. Yeah. So, I mean, if they do one like that... But they're going to continue. Well, see, that's the thing. The way they ended the movie, they had two different endings filmed. One was the dark kind of bummer of an ending, and then the one was the one we got, um, which is, if I remember right, he was he found his family. Good the ending, the original ending, was that he never found his family. They were kidnapped and kind of sold off into prostitution, his wife and daughter. And he had, he had to go out to search of them. And that's what was going to be the sequel. But then they ended the movie with him finding him, which either shows me that one they didn't want that kind of a <laughs> depressing. Which ending, I get, I understand. Or that. two, they didn't have faith that it would do well and it, it wouldn't warrant a sequel. Right. Uh, which it looks like. I mean, it's been a few years, but there's. I didn't even know it was a thing that they were still talking about. But if they get David Fincher to do it, 
it's going to have some. That'll pull some people. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people follow him anyways. Another movie I didn't know that was still going on was Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> producer James Wan on the status said, It's still cooking away with that particular project. That's a really cool property that I loved growing up as a kid. Besides the game, even the movies as well. I kind of enjoyed them for what they are. Um, Which I agree with. I, I Yeah, for what they are, I I love those movies for pure action. They're fucking terrible. but The second one is awful. Yeah. I mean, as much as you can say. It is like they, like. But I fucking love it. They're like, it was like the studio was just like, all right, you can make a sequel, but here, let me give you a change out my pocket. There, that's your budget. Yeah. That's all. It was such a terrible budget. It looked bad. Um, I fucking love it, though, when I see Raiden um, in other movies from the second, from Annihilation. I see that actor in other movies or shows. He was Harry in Dexter, right? Yeah, he was the, the dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, every time I see him in anything, I'm just like, there's Raiden. <laughs> Raiden. Uh, I'll tell you honestly um, I used to hate hate the nostalgia critic mm-hmm. as you know uh, one of the leading reasons was there was two movies that made me fucking hate him his review of Ernest Scared Stupid okay because at this time this was before he would end it with like kind of an understanding of why the movie is as loved as it is or you know Accepting the movie for what it is. He would do it from a very critical standpoint. Uh, Ernest Scare Stupid was one of those movies. I hated him for that because my view has always been, you're going to watch an Ernest movie. You're not watching a fucking Oscar-nominated Oscar movie. Right. The other one was Mortal Kombat Annihilation. It was because he constantly picked at the fact there was a lot of fight scenes in it. I'm like, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You have to have fight scenes and in it. And I love it when they like brought them in side to side. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, ah, it's a game. <laughs> uh, but it was, um, it, the movies were not super good, but they were entertaining. I still love them for, like he said, what they are. I was now, really surprised how good Reptile looked. Yeah. Considering, like, it's CG, bad CG, but CG, he looked pretty good. I was yeah. surprised. The uh, smoke was there, like. It, it didn't look terrible. I mean, I mean, it looked terrible, but it didn't look yeah. terrible. I'm really know? surprised that this is an- Annihilation. The soundtrack was good. Like, it was fun. Like, yeah. it was pump up fighting music. Like, it was interesting. Um, I don't like what they did with Jax in Annihilation. Yeah, that was stupid. Like, Sonya going to save him, and he was just like, I'm going to fight. Let's test out these babies. Like, but I love no that they had. process. Yeah, and, but I love that they had her doing the kiss of death. Yeah, that was kind of That cool. was fucking awesome. I saw and her. the way they explained saw it. Saw her pick up the style. Like, yes. Like, it, it makes sense. And then. In the, in the movie. But uh, yeah, <laughs> there's further. There's a, more to the quote. Apparently, uh, it didn't they didn't put in the article? But uh, I had read uh, James Wan had said something about how uh, they want to take time to get it right, which to me reads as this is not a priority to us uh, because he's working on Aquaman and yeah. he's got more important projects to be a part of. Which I mean, if he wants to put this on the back burner, it's not a huge title. No, it's, it's, to me, it's no, more of a love title. People have like, lost interest in it uh, here recently. They people gained interest during for the Mega or Mega Man for Mortal Kombat Legacy, yeah, and then Legacy Two whenever they did the sequel series, which they ended on a cliffhanger. And now, as we found out, one the director that was, did both of those is no longer a part of it at all. Yeah, he walked away from it. Uh, and two, the movie will have no connection to those. Hmm. So I'm like... So it's just a reboot? Yeah. It's a complete reboot. Yay. And so we're going to see more, I guess, video game accurate looking characters. That'd be cool. Uh, which, yeah, I guess that's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, 
But yeah, that's uh, that's that's more combat, and that's actually the end of our news. We didn't have uh, there wasn't. This wasn't Comic Con weekend, so we didn't have as much as uh, a couple episodes ago. Oh, that was nuts. That was ridiculous. Eleven notes. Oh, jeez. Eleven pages. Um, um, but yeah, it's, it's been a. It looks like DC heavy week. Yeah. Uh, as far as the CW, you know, DC always seems to have more news. Yeah. In general, I think it's just because they have bigger shows, and shows are so more common. Like they do more more episodes and stuff. So, but Marvel just has their movies. So. Um, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's, uh, so I guess we end it as uh, we usually do. I didn't get to ask you before. What's that? Before we end. How was your trip, your camping trip? Oh, that's fun. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, I have... kind of touched on it before. But. I have a kind of a fear of the woods. Um, it's not like, a, you know, I don't cry myself to sleep thinking that there are woods out there. Um <laughs> But, uh, well, there are. like, Michelle, I've always said, even when I was a kid, I used to say, I don't want to live near woods. I don't want to live in a house that's recessed into woods or has in the backyard woods. Uh, for the simple fact of people can sneak up through the woods and you won't see them coming. I don't like the idea that I can't see something coming. Now, granted, obviously, you can't see anything really coming inside of a house. But the fact that they can be out there, you can be out there in your backyard, on your back porch, and people can be coming through the woods, and you don't fucking know it's happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's always bothered me that I can't... To me, it feels like I can't protect my home if there's woods there. So I've always had a fear. I don't want to go into the woods because they're fucking animals. And I never really enjoyed the idea of camping. Uh, and my, I've always said... Uh, We've become civilized for a reason. There's dangerous, scary things out there in nature. Why would I want to tempt it? Right. Um, but uh, Joseph um, had his birthday, and he had said, asked something. But he's like, would you be interested in going? I'm like, I mean, yeah, I'd go for you. It's, you know, I wouldn't have a problem with that. And uh, and then he t- the next text, he's like, okay, well, I rented a, uh, a campground. And he said, so you can't back out now. <laughs> I was like, well, fuck. All well, right. I'm stuck, sorry. Um, but, uh, I mean, luckily I was off on the, those days anyways. But we went, um, and, I mean, like, we went, and we were going full tilt, like, just a tent. We don't have a camper because, you know, we're not rich. Um, yeah, it's always more fun that way. It's more, yeah. Where, where, where did you go? Uh, Brown, Brown, Brown County, County? National, awesome. National Park. Cool. I like um, Brown County a lot. Problem, the only problem we had was, uh, I guess we didn't realize it whenever we got, until we got there, that the actual campground or the area where he rented was gravel. Oh. So we slept, he slept for two hours and I slept for about two hours. And we both had, um, he had worked the night before. So he works uh, 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. He got uh, off work, went home, showered, packed, and came pick me up. And then we went uh, went to the campground. Now I had stayed up because I told, I had told him, I was like, it's only fair. He's not going to sleep. Why should I sleep? Right. So I stayed most of the night. I did fall asleep for like an hour or two. And then uh, he picked me up. We went to, to Brown County and set up all our shit and went walking on one of the trails, sweated balls. Yeah, you'll do that. Um, And got back and it was uh, fun, tiring. I have very terrible knees yeah. and I'm uh, exceptionally chubby. Uh, so I'm a bit out of shape, uh, as I was, re- it was really emphasized that day. Uh, but we went, walked, I was okay until we were walking back and we decided, I decided, I thought it'd be easier just to walk on the road without thinking of how many like stairs and hills we had hit along the way. So it was all uphill Ooh. and it was terrible. Yeah. Uh, and then we decided we went back, ate a little bit 
and because uh, we brought hot dogs and we thought full tilt we're gonna go we're gonna camp we're gonna fish for our food and we're gonna eat fish again i hate fish but i was like fuck it it's camping <laughs> so uh we went fishing for like six or seven hours or something ridiculous like that he caught a catfish a catfish and when he reached down to get it off the line, it broke the line and swam away. Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, he also caught a couple bluegill, and that was it. No, those aren't so tasty. No, so we did, he just threw them back. Yeah. Uh, really so, but luckily, I had brought enough hot dogs that we had. Well, we went back, and uh, we just had, like, I brought donuts, too. And we Tell just you had what. Some that. Hobo dinners. Hobo dinner. You ever had hobo dinner? No. Nah. Okay, so so you can do it anywhere, but we we did it camping. You go camping, you make a fire. You have a fire pit. Mm-hmm. You take uh, tin foil. You bring tin foil with you, and you put in. You can put in steak if you want, like some kind of protein. Like usually it's a meat, steak, chicken, beef, whatever, um, and then vegetables. So I put in for mine. I put in beef, peppers, onions, uh, a couple other things, and then you literally take the tin foil. Because you put all that stuff in and you wrap it in a ball and you stick it in the corner of the fire and let it cook. That sounds delicious. Keep it so long, take it back out, open it up, and you eat it. That sounds delicious it's to me. It's awesome. Um, it's it's pretty fun. Yeah, so basically we, we, I mean, we fished for like seven hours to just have shit. That sucks. And uh, yeah, we were both, we were fucking beat by the time we went back because it was like, it ended up being like midnight before we went out fishing uh, I think like five o'clock, and we didn't get back to the campground until like midnight thirty, and uh, it was. It's a long day. It was a long day, but it was fucking fun. Good. I had a blast doing it. I I never thought I'd enjoy camping, fishing, or walking. <laughs> um, yeah, walking. But uh, he, even though we we're walking back, it's pitch black out, and uh, the only thing we have we have a little lantern and then a couple flashlights. We're walking, and all of a sudden we just hear like, all along the ground and leaves and shit. And I'm like, fucking what? And I look look over and Joe had apparently seen something, and he was looking too. And we're both like looking, and I'm kind of out of breath. And he's like, you want to stop for a second? I'm like, fuck no, I don't want to stop for a second. Let's get back to the tent. So we you know we head back, and I have to stop a few times because fuck I'm wore out. And um, I felt bad though because like we went camping and then he had to like more or less babysit me uh, because I had to keep stopping. But he told he me, he's like, don't worry about it. He said, uh, uh, he said, I wouldn't come with anybody else. He, and he said, it's, it's still fun. He said, you're, you know, you're not where you're at now physically, but he said, eventually you will be, which is, he's right. I'm going to, I've started actually uh, uh, working on exercising my knees and uh, getting that into shape. I'm also going uh, start getting ready to start going on. Um, yeah. Walks at night. Yes, I hate walking during the day because the sun is evil. Um, it, is, it is evil. Uh, but yeah, so I had a lot of fun, and I was really surprised. And I had actually, when I did it, because whenever my father and nephew go camp, or not camping, well, they do go camping sometimes, but they go fishing, they always ask me to go. I'm like, no, I'm not going fishing because it's hot outside, <laughs> and it seems to be no point because we'll catch them and throw them back. And uh, that's when I put up there, my mother was like, I thought you didn't like fishing. Uh, she put on my Facebook, hey, you didn't like fishing? And I had messages like, yeah, I don't like fishing. I said, but it's for his birthday, so fuck it, I'll go. Yeah. And uh, as it turns out, as long, I guess as long as there's a purpose, if we're going to eat the food that we catch, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, so I said, if I ever went hunting, like I, I would always eat what I got. And we're actually planning on going back uh, in September, late September. Cool. 
you should go with us. I will, man. He wants you to go with us this time. Yeah. You didn't have a, I, yeah. yeah, you had to work or something like that. Yeah. Let me know when so I can request off. That's what I was going to say. I've been trying to get him to find out about when he'll be off. Uh, yeah, I'm off Mondays and Fridays right now, but I need to request days off. That's fine. Just let me know. Yeah, so I need to ask for whatever day it is because we're going to do, it's going to be later in September, so it's cooler out. Yeah. I know the 21st I've got plans. Of September? Mm-hmm. What's that, Labor Day? I don't know. Memorial Day. Which, which one's in? I don't I think Labor Day's in September. It's a Wednesday. That's all I know. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's just it'll be sometime late in uh, September. That's fine. Yeah, but yeah, if it's gonna... if it's in that same like week, I'll just request off a bunch of days and <laughs> get a whole bunch of days. There you off. go. Uh, that'll work. Um, so okay. so funny story camping real quick. Uh huh. We went to Brown County. It was a long time ago. Um, probably two thousand seven. How no, fucking old four, are you? Two thousand four. Odd? 2004. Hit you so hard. <laughs> um, <clears throat> fragile old man. <laughs> Leave me alone. Uh, so me and Bobby and his family went camping. And we get to Brown County, we get in our tents. We had like four tents because there's like eight people. Because <clears throat> it was Bobby's parents in one tent and then the f- four of us kids in another tent and then like some of his other family that was there in another tent. And we're all, <clears throat> uh, oh, actually no, it was two separate tents, boys and girls. Because uh, there was like three girls and four boys. And so we got one of like eight people tents. It was awesome. So we had like four of us. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Um, so we went to uh, one of those places. We were out in the grass a little bit. And I'm a heavy sleeper. So I'm sleeping. I'm out. And I know you're a heavy sleeper too because whenever I'm over there watching wrestling with Joey. And uh, we sit in there. It would be me, him, and Nick. And we sit in there just bullshit. And then randomly Joey would be like, John! Just yell. For you, just to because that's what he does. Yeah, and I'm either I'm headphones on playing games, and I'm, I'm like, <laughs> just sitting there like, what the fuck just happened? Just if he'll do it periodically, not a fucking you won't budge, nothing. Nope. But yeah. uh, continue on, sorry. Um, well, to add on to that, <clears throat> there was a day where Joey wanted to get, ask me something, and he walked into my room, knocked on my door, opened my door, John, John, wake up, John, and I didn't wake up. He went back to his room and he texted me. And the second he texted me, I woke up and responded. And he was like, seriously? What the fuck? <laughs> you dick. <laughs> Anyways, so we were camping. I was asleep. Did not hear what happened. I woke up. Everyone's kind of not freaking out, but just kind of like, oh, my God. Like, last night was crazy. And I was like, what happened last night? Because I was out. Apparently, in the middle of the night, uh, probably about 2, 3 in the morning, uh, John and Rhonda were woken up and Bob's parents and Bob and Rebecca I don't know if Danny woke up but a bunch of them woke up to a huge thud like literally like crack and they all got up and went outside to see what it was which not been my response I'm like we'll wait till the morning yeah <laughs> so um, luckily we were off enough away and it didn't matter but they got out a tree had fallen in the middle of the night like huge ass tree not just like a tiny little tree that fell out like huge fucking tree probably about yay big around like just fell over about 20 30 40 yards away from where we were camping so missed the cars missed the tents <laughs> and i woke up and was like yeah i see that that wasn't there yesterday okay they're like you slept through that and i was like yeah i fucking slept through that <laughs> jesus they said they felt the ground shake because we were close. And I was like, mm, I was. So I was asleep. Well, and that would turn me off to camping altogether. Yeah, I mean, it was just 
pure, pure coincidence. Like there was. Oh well, no, yeah, but it's still there's still a chance it would yeah. happen again. But it was funny because I guess uh, what I heard, what I was talking to John and Ron about it recently. Uh, Rhonda was talking about how that tree was always there. They always get that same spot pretty much. And like that tree's always been there. Like it's it's not going anywhere pretty much. Like that's what they were saying. Like that tree's been there forever. Because it had like markings in it from from past trips and stuff, <laughs> and it fell over. And I was just like, "All right," but yeah, that was a camping story. That's a uh, yeah. See, but yeah, yeah, it's gonna. I was surprised I enjoyed it as much as I did, but it it was fun. I actually I look forward to camping again, whether it's with Joseph or not. But yeah, I'm going. I'll definitely go with you guys. It'd be so much fun. Yeah, absolutely, it was a blast. Um, there were there's actually a we went to a cave over there. They have a couple caves. There's one that's underwater. It's not really underwater, but it's in water. So if you stand in the cave at the entrance, it's about four foot deep of water. Really? And you can swim back into it, and there's a waterfall in the back. What? Yeah. Fort Brown County? Yeah. Fuck. I wish I would have known where that was. Uh, I can't remember exactly which section it's in, but I, my only thing about that is, is I, we went, but it's kind of nerve-wracking for me because I've never really been in water inside of a cave and don't know what to expect. So it's kind of strange. But it's cool. It's fun. Wait, I, is it like? Wait, can you swim? You have to. Do you have to swim back there? Um, I mean, I did, but I don't know if you actually can reach the ground or not. I didn't try. I was like, I can't swim. Okay, so that'd be rough. Yeah, I know. At least the entrance is four foot deep. I so get, I assume it I goes can, deeper. I can get little water wings. You could just totally give you a life preserver. <laughs> no water wings on my arms. <laughs> Marty McFly. <laughs> um, yeah, that was uh. What happened to you? Because we didn't, in the last episode, we, it was just like the Suicide Squad review. Yeah, we didn't really talk about much. <coughs> so what's, uh, I don't know what's going on with you lately, because honestly, this is about no, the only no time. No Man's we, Sky. That's it. <laughs> I was like, we don't usually get a chance to really talk that much until you come over, and then whenever you come over, we instantly start recording. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, what, so just No Man's Sky, that's all you've. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I, I have this whole week off, so I've been hanging out with some people I haven't been able to hang out, hang out with a whole, whole lot lately. Uh, so I hung out with Bob for a while, his wife, and because he just recently got married. So I hung out with him and his wife, and I hung out when we got drenched because uh, we were like, let's walk around and find Pokemon downtown Indy. Didn't check the weather. We get all the way from the museum down past the canal to the World War Memorial, mm-hmm. and then it starts raining. And we walk all the way back, and I'm drenched. It is awful. Do you think you're a Pokemon, though? Yeah, I got some good ones. <laughs> totally worth um, and then uh, hung out with Jonah today because I haven't seen him in a while. And then hanging out with um, a couple other people tomorrow. We're going to the comic book store and uh, Game Preserve, maybe. I don't know. They're all turned off there now. I don't get it. Like, I do get it because when they go. Like, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, when they go, like, the people have been really rude to them. Really? Uh, yeah. Like, the managers are always super nice. I was like, women, though, they're very yeah. nice. I just didn't like Nick, it. It's boring. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you don't like the stuff that's there, you're not going to like it. Uh, but Nick and Phil are the, the owner and the assistant manager uh, in that order. They're really nice people. They're very sarcastic. So if you walk in the door and you, they know you can take it, they're immediately like, like when Scott walks in the door, it's like, oh, shit, Scott's here. All right, pack up. We're going. <laughs> so, like, it's, I mean, that's the kind of people they are. But, like, I've only met a couple of the other people that work there they're always been nice to me but apparently like they're really put off about lists so if they go in for magic cards and they have a list of cards that they want then the owners and the system manager told us you know bring in a paper list we'll look them up for you we'll give them to you we'll sell them to you they wanted no part of that so they, gave, they gave him a list and it's like 
okay, whatever. Like, yeah, I'll look them up, I guess, whatever. Like, I've never had them do that to me, but if that's how they acted, then uh, I 100% that. understand not going back there. But I don't know. It doesn't bother me a bit. So. But we're going to go to Comic Book University, I'm sure, because I want to get my your uh, fix, my books. Yeah, it's, I, I, I went to uh, Tim's, which uh, if anybody's ever around the Shelbyville area, uh, Shelbyville, Indiana, that is, there's a comic book store called uh, Man Cave Comics, uh, Man Cave Comics and Collectibles. Uh, run by uh, run by our buddy Tim. We used to work with him at Walmart. Yep. Um, cool little comic book store. Uh, and he, he has quite a bit, of, especially for a smaller comic book store, he has quite a bit of stuff there. We'll get some cool uh, collectibles, mm-hmm. movies. Maybe I'll go there tomorrow. You should. It's kind I, of, I have no plans in, until we go. Go check it out. He's, I mean, that's where I got All Star uh, Batman and. Um, and also, I mean, if you, and if you don't know, or if you don't, he doesn't have what you want. He'll order it for you. Like, it's you know, no problem with that. Yeah. Um, but I, I usually, I usually go there. Sometimes I'll go to comic book university, but generally, because uh, it's closer to home, I don't have to drive all the way to Green. Now, if I like, if I'm going with John or something like that, then yeah, I'll go Greenwood. Because yeah, uh, I really like drive. those people up there. Oh, I do too. And I like Tim so a lot. Cool. He's really cool. So, so yeah, I'll support Tim. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, worth, especially supporting some small town business. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, especially a comic book store. It's definitely what I want to do. So, uh, but yeah, it's it's uh, cool. I actually talked to him um, about possibly working there part time. Oh yeah. Because uh, uh, I want to, I want to earn some extra money because um, uh, I got some projects in the, in the in the works where I would like some extra money and I don't want to really have to cool. use my own funds. Uh, when I talked to him about it, though, um, he would basically what he's he's uh, wanting to do is hire people to work more or less for comics in the store, like for products. Which like, yeah, work because that's less money you spend on on mine that I can move towards my projects that I want to get done. Um, so uh, that'd be kind of cool, actually. I, I, I working there before. I wonder cool. because he works seven days a week now. Right now, jeez. He were in. He definitely wants like Sundays. He wants somebody to work there eleven to three because that's what they're open. Unfortunately, I don't think I can work that because uh, I that makes me want to like tell Walmart I can't work on Sundays. Just do it. Go yeah, work there eleven to three. Yeah. Fucking, he would be ecstatic. That'd be fucking awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, it, 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 that'd be one of those things where when I get my resume finished, which I'm gonna do tomorrow. Sure, yeah. Uh, um, I, I have to. Um, I need to get it done. But once I get my new job, like, if it's a set hour set, like, you work in this time to this time, then I have extra time off. Like, if I'm off on weekends. Dude, I would totally work a few hours there. Fuck yeah. Just, because, I mean, to me, like, yeah, it's a job, but it'd be fun. Like, that's what I thought to work too. with comics, like, all day long. That's what I thought. The only, I thought, like, uh, I was like, that would be cool. Because then, then when he told me that, I was like, fuck, I could. And that's the yeah, I brought it up from Michelle because I told her why I wanted to get, like, a second job. But not like a, not like a, I guess not like a real job, quote unquote, but just something part time I can do either something that's days off different. Or, and then uh, and I said, I can just earn a little extra money and put towards what I want to do, uh, you know, in my, for my life. And, um, I have told her, I was like, well, you said, yeah, she said, ultimately, she said, I mean, it's still, you're spending less of your O'Reilly money, uh, that towards, you, towards comics, you're just spending, I wonder how much we pays you, and he said, also, because he, it, I guess he's thinking something like $6 an hour, um, that you would earn as credit, and then you'd be able to buy the comics at cost. Um, so you're, I mean, you're going to rank up a lot of money that way. Yeah. Because you assume, even 11 to 3, What's that? That's four hours right there. Yeah. That's so you earn twenty four dollars right there. And that's half my pull list usually. Yeah. So it's I mean that's a more week's than worth half of comic. Like, that's worth a that's a week's worth of comic right there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, that's why I talked to him about that. And I, I'm thinking I'm gonna ask uh, my well, other boss if I can have like a set 
day off for that day off so yeah. I can go do that. And because he, he understands, he knows what I'm trying dude, to do. Dude, I wouldn't mind working there like almost the whole day. Oh yeah, like, absolutely. I would like totally do that. Like they what time they open? Probably seven or eight. Uh, no, ten. Ten. So I think ten or ten. It was or like 11. a ten to four shift. Yeah, like, I'm yeah sure I think he's up. He open is open seven. to seven. So yeah, even if you don't work a full day, like if you work ten to seven, fine. Or even if we're like a ten to four, ten to three, like that's that'd, like, be, that'd be fun. Yeah, absolutely. Because like all the conversations you're gonna have all day. Plus, I like putting things in order. So yeah, I like organizing day. too. So that'd be um, fun. but yeah, that's a. Uh, that's been what's been going on in our life. Yeah, it's um, a little insight in our life, which we should do more often. Yeah, we should. Because so. as of right now, what we do is more or less rip off Fat Man on Batman, um, just with our own personal touch. Yeah. Um, which I've actually I was told, uh, who, I think it was Joseph said the other day. Um, the other day, was like a month ago, <laughs> he he was like uh, talking about how he said you have you and uh, Kevin. He said um, Kevin Smith has a lot of a lot of my mannerisms. I'm like, I think that might be the other way around. Yeah, a little bit. Because uh, I told myself, I mean, I watch a lot of Kevin Smith. I watch a lot of his um, uh, not stand up, his Q and A's and stuff like that. And obviously, I watch all his movies. Yeah, so it's, it's, so I mean, over time, I've gathered a lot of his mannerisms have become mine. Um, but uh, even that, like he said, that our mannerisms are very similar. I'm like, he said when when I talk, which is like I guess I can see that because I say, what does he say all the time? Um, akin to is what he says a lot of, uh, which I say a lot because I like I like that. It's it's, yeah, it's a good phrase. Um, and whatnot, and who's he? What's he's? He doesn't say some that. some such <laughs> shit. Some such shit is another thing. Some such shit, which is again another fun thing to say. But uh, yeah, so I mean. I would like uh, more to talk about like um, us. Yeah, a little bit, a little it doesn't more. Have commercial. to be movies or comic books. Because like see, because like on Fat Man on Batman, like they don't have to. People know who he is. Yeah, we know his life. They don't know us. They have no reason to like us. You should know us. You should know us personally, intimately. Interesting. I want to feel you. That's odd. Deep inside. My brain hole. My brain hole. <laughs> Get inside my brain hole. Um. So as we end every episode. John here is going to make a suggestion. I am? Oh, yes, I am. Yeah, did you ever figure it out? <laughs> yeah, I already told you. Yeah, uh, so so recently I've been trying to get caught up on shows and get caught up on things that I've been told to watch and read and all that good stuff. There's so much stuff that I've been watching and trying to get caught up on. But one thing I have finished and gotten caught up with that your buddy Joseph loves, that I love and a bunch of my friends love, Rick and Morty. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to say watch this cartoon mature cartoon show from Adult Swim yeah <laughs> yeah it's it's I haven't watched all of them I've watched a lot of them because it's always on Adult Swim I usually when I go to bed I just pop on Adult Swim and go to sleep yeah so I'll watch a couple episodes they usually play like one or two episodes a night it's a good fucking show it is like okay I will say the first season the first f- four to six episodes are odd uh, yeah very few first two or three episodes uh, Rick who is the grandfather if you don't know the show, essentially it's a grandfather a grandfather who comes back into his granddaughter's life and their family, and he takes his grandson on adventures. And it's it's very quirky and odd. But yeah. um, he does a lot of drinking and does a lot of burping talking. Yeah. Well, and that gets really annoying. And apparently the, uh, the voice actor said that it hurt his throat so bad doing it so much, so he's cut back on it. Um, Which I've noticed that in later episodes. Yeah, after see, after episode three or so, he starts cutting back real bad, and then every once in a while he'll emphasize a word with it, which is fine. Um, but the first six episodes, there's really no like 
overgoing plot. Right. Halfway through season one, it starts kicking into a plot. Uh, I really, I think it's episode six. Uh, but yeah, so something happens. They they do a certain plot storyline thing, and then it continues on to season two, and then season two continues it. And the end of season two, like I just finished it. If I would have finished it when it aired, uh, it's about a year, year and a half. Yeah. The next season, dude, my head would have been like dying. Like I'm ready to watch season three now. Like it's it just it's such a weird ending to a show. Doesn't um, Rick get blocked up? Yeah, he, he gets um, so it's not it's not even that he just goes to jail. Uh, he apparently was like a freedom fighter. Like he doesn't agree with the governments, and him and his friends went out and fought. And one of his best friends gets married, and the person he marries is like an undercover agent, and kills him and a couple of people. And Rick takes his family and they run away. They're like, well, we can't go back to Earth because they're looking for us. So we have these planets here that we can choose from, and they go look at the planets, and the planet they end up on is this real tiny little planet. Like, pretty much the idea is, is like, Morty, the grandson, is taking a frisbee and throwing it, and catching it on the other side. <laughs> and like, where, where's the house? It's like, oh, it's just over the horizon there. <laughs> and like, Rick's like, I'm gonna go explore the, the south, the North Pole, and he puts on his jacket and he walks up. And it gets warm and takes the jacket off. And he's walking a little bit, puts it back on because it's getting cold and it's raining. And he's like, oh, North Pole, I discovered it. <laughs> um, but essentially, Rick overhears the family talking about what danger they put he's put them in and how selfish he is and all this stuff. And, and yeah, it's it's a I think it's just a defense mechanism for him. He's just an ass. Uh, and so he turns himself in. He calls. The Federation essentially and tells them, Hey, like this is this is Jerry Smith, which is his son in law's name, and like my my father in law has kidnapped us and taken us to this planet, and here's coordinates, and he's here. And he turns himself in, and it's this long music's actually really cool, like it's a good song, and him just kind of like stone faced going into prison, and they put him up in a cell, and one of the guys turns to him, he's like, What are you in for? and he just everything. And it pans out, and that's the end of the season. It's just like, the fuck, give me more. Yeah, it's, I've I heard, just ruined it for you. I've heard nothing but good about that show, though. It's uh, what I've watched of it. I love. Um, I just ruined my request for people watching. Yeah, that's right. It's the adventure getting there. Oh, it's so good. That last episode, though, even knowing what happens when you watch it, it's something else. It's an experience. It's cool. But the show itself, like, is so much fun from get from from start to finish. And it's like I forgot it was Adult Swim, and I was watching it. And then he started, like, drunk, walking around, stumbling, cursing. I was like, shit, I didn't realize. But it's, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um, I guess for my... I, I've been trying to think this whole episode, trying to think what to suggest. Uh, There's nothing really new that I can say to suggest, because we already suggested Suicide Squad. Um, I, I think in the episode before that, I suggested uh, Ghostbusters. Um, and I did that in my own review, too. I've been stroking that movie's dick for a long time. Um, so I decided uh, that I'm going to go with an oldie. It's a, it's a little show you might have heard of. It was on for a couple seasons. Um, it's called... Uh, it's it's um, Dustin? No. Dexter. It's called Dexter. Dexter. Uh, it's about a serial De- killer. Dexter's Laboratory? Like the little kid? Yeah, all grown up, and he's a serial oh, killer. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, no, yeah, the show Dexter is on Showtime for eight seasons. Uh, I'm going back and watching it again. I'm on the second season. 
Um, I, I just I love the show. It's so good. It, it, and yeah, it's got some moments where you're like, eh. yeah. And there's some sort of cheesy moments or, or badly written moments. And there's a lot, uh, quite a few in the first season. But after after about, um, I'd say right towards the end, like the tenth episode of season one, it really it's found its. Yeah, found its place, and then from there on, it's pretty solid up until you get to season five. Uh, season five, season five is better than most people. If you look up reviews for season five, a lot of people hated it. Yeah, I enjoy it quite a bit. I I like Johnny Lee, Johnny Lee Miller though. I think yeah. he was fantastic in that. I like him. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's a all around solid show. Um, and it's what's really fun is when you get to the series finale, you watch it, and then you go read reviews. It is one of the I wouldn't even say polarizing because the mass uh, the majority of people hated it. Yeah. Uh, me and myself the first time I watched it, hated it. Watching it after a couple couple three times, I enjoy it more and I understand what they're going for. Uh, I won't ruin it because I'm not a dick. Sorry. Um, but uh, I I just I recommend get on Netflix. It has all eight seasons. Just sit down, and binge on it. Yeah, uh, it's it's solid, solid good TV watching. Oh, Rick and Morty also is on Hulu. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, they're gonna pop that yeah. on there, and then I was the like, entirety of it. Dexter, Dexter's on, so I want to watch Dexter. And Dexter's on Netflix. Dexter's on Netflix. Rick and Morty's on so, Hulu. So Hulu, give me free free subscription. Netflix, just give me eleven dollars a month. A month. <laughs> it's a lot easier. We just need sponsors. We need sponsors. Dude, that'd be so awesome if we got sponsored by someone. We won't, but it'd be fucking amazing. It would be incredible. Maybe Tim will sponsor us. But yeah, maybe Tim. We'll work for him and he'll Tim will be like, us. here's 15 bucks to <laughs> upload your podcast. Yay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm sorry if I spoiled Rick and Morty for everyone. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It, it, like I said, it's not... Um, it's, okay, Dexter faked his death in the end. Um, uh, how but, could you? How could you? It's not. It's the adventure getting yeah. there. Well, especially with Rick and Morty, because like that, the scene I just explained to you was like the last ten minutes. Yeah, like he, you still got a season and a half to get there. Yeah, like a season, two seasons to get there. Like it's insane, and and a couple of the episodes are really pointless to the story, uh, which is fun. They're just random. Episodes. Like there's two episodes, one in each season, that uh, is essentially Rick gets Universal Television. So TV, like television shows from other universes. Yes, yes. I, and, I saw that one. Uh, and then it, the first episode did so well that they made a sequel episode to it in season two where it's <laughs> literally like the the cable verse comes back or something like that. Like it's a stupid name and it's hilarious. But it's, that was a good episode. It, it really it. does. Funny. Like they make a joke about it, but it really feels like they're just making it up as they go. Like they're just talking to the mic and then they animate it afterwards. Yeah. And that's what it feels like, but... Um, went to school with a couple guys that quoted that episode and I could never like they told me it was Rick and Morty but I Google, like, YouTubed it could not find that scene anywhere but like it's just when you watch it though, yeah. I found it and it was hilarious because it's like it's just one little part of the commercial but essentially it's these big head guys with little little mouths and they're like come down to little little foods or whatever it is it's like we, we've got we've got little lasagnas and we've got little pizzas we got little turkey shit we even got little people <laughs> <laughs> and they said that all the time and I was like what the f- 
Queen of Sodom. I was like, Rick and Morty. He's like, oh, okay, I've not seen that. And now I've seen it. And it's... Now you get the reference. Now I want to find them. I'm like, listen, I watched the thing. The other day, I don't know uh, me and Michelle went to Hot Topic, and there was like a bunch of like Game of Thrones shirts. And I looked at our grabber. I was like, I get the references now. <laughs> I, saw, I saw the thing. It was Magic Cards, but it was like a holder for him. And it just said, keep calm and hold on. Laugh so hard. Like, it doesn't even make sense, but I still love it. But I, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of cool when you when you become a part of a fandom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's you like, I, I, now that I've watched most of Game of Thrones, I'm like, I get all the references. I get it now. Have you ever watched Bob's Burgers? Yes. Uh, all of it, or you? I've watched most of it. I, I just started watching some of it on it's, season one. It's way more entertaining than I ever gave a credit for. Yeah. Um, she probably won't want me to talk about it, but a friend of mine, that's all I'll say, uh, has a tattoo that it, it, it's it's Tina. And it just says, uh, praise the booty. <laughs> and I don't know if she'll want me to say it. I don't really care. Like, I'm not telling her name, but it's on her butt. <laughs> and Was she drunk? No. That was like Con- a, that was a lucid decision. choice. Conscious, conscious decision. Uh <sighs> good for her <laughs> yeah she's an awesome person so um that's fucking cool though yeah uh she, she showed me a picture did she she has a picture of the tattoo on her phone did she, she shows show you a picture showed me a picture okay and it's like zoomed in so all you see is the tattoo don't see a crack or anything no. <laughs> darn darn her boyfriend will get mad <laughs> dead ass <laughs> But yeah, praise the booty. I have not seen that episode. Uh, it's it's a solid show. It, it um, really is. I've only seen like the first five or six episodes. I'll tell you, there's one. I, I was just like watching it one day while I was just doing stuff in the living room. Yeah, just watching it. And all of a sudden, I was just like season. Oh, season three. All of a sudden, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? I watched two episodes from season four the other day with Bobby because that's where they are. Mm-hmm. So I watched an episode with the magicians, um, where like there's a magician competition. I don't think I've seen that one. So yet. it was pretty good. And then there's one with a sleepover. It was pretty. It was yes, pretty, I did watch the sleep. Whatever, uh, whatever she's trying to get uh, all of her quote unquote friends out. out, and like her and Jessica, yeah, <laughs> start fighting at the end. Like the pillow fight scene was hilarious. It was a good. So, that was. A, that I want to keep show. watching it. It looks really good. I was just curious if you've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. It's, yeah, I enjoy it. Um, well, uh, as usual, you can always contact us at Twitter. My name is at the Hierophant Eleven, H I E R O P H A N T, the number eleven. John, what are you again? I'm confirming because I'm worried I keep getting it wrong. I know mine's easier than yours, but I don't use Twitter. I was going to say, mine's like I don't use unnecessarily Twitter that much. complicated. Okay, it is at JD Slevin13. That is JD S L E V I N 1 3. That's our Twitter handles. You can also email us at this is fearlessproductions at gmail.com. All one word. Email us. Let us know what you like, what you hate. Tweet us, get in contact with us, let us know what you want to hear us talk about, and, and just just fucking communicate with us. We're awkward people and we want to hear more nerds talk. So uh, contact us as soon as you possibly can. Until next time, I've been Jake. I've been John. What were we talking about? What the hook gonna be? <laughs> what the hook gonna be?